No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Stop everything. Oh, blimey, we're still in the cave. We stop everything and we go to uh, line one. You're on the wireless. Good evening. This is Pitcherfield with Absolute Baseball. In weekend action, Texas beat the Astros 10-1 despite a pigeon at home base in the ninth. You can see the video on MLB.com. Also, it's Boston over San Francisco 5-1. The Yankees over the Dodgers 8-6. The Phillies over Toronto 11-2. And the Mets over the Twins 6-0. Tonight, it's Toronto and the Indians. So, till next time, see you in the bullpen. Uh, so this is Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Why does my microphone look wonky? That, that's only going to give me bad. The, my chakras are unaligned because there's a wonky microphone in front of me. Look at that, Robbie. What the hell is going on? <laughs> that's awful. How is, how is this even broadcasting? What is... Something has gone wrong. People have been playing with it. Oh, I hate people. I, I just hate people. I'll end that sentence. There? No, that's just made it lower. There's got to be something we can do to... We'll sort it in the record. OK, we'll sort it in the record. Yeah. Uh, good weekend, Robbie. Yeah, you... Yeah, it's right. It's hot, isn't it? Isn't very it hot? hot? It's hot. I'm not going to say it's too hot because I don't like it when people say it's too hot. But it's very hot. It's been too hot for sleeping. Y- yes, there's one thing that has has been excluded from my life is sleeping, partly because of this heat, and partly because I've still got this sodding cough. I've still got this cough, and I'm here with uh, cough sweets, which I thought were strawberries. They come in a red packet. They're not. No. They're a horrible flavour, uh, and I've got my cough spray, but I've just realised it's broken. The, the nozzle came off the cough spray and I clipped it back on but now it just kind of it just drips out it's there. just drooping so that's no use well, so I'm, I finally succumbed I'm going to the doctors on Wednesday maybe they can like give me a tablet maybe yeah a tablet would be good yeah. something I've literally that's a lie I've had some sleep I've had very little sleep because every 20 minutes every 20 seconds sorry it's <coughs> and you know and you go back to you lie down and <coughs> all Bloody night. It's awful. It's a nightmare. It's it's a waking nightmare. And um, now, because I've had it for a few weeks, this cough, now I'm getting paranoid that people have passed away recently. I, I'm now getting paranoid, thinking I've got something really wrong with me. Yeah. Which is making it even worse. I'm getting anxious, thinking, oh my God, I've got something wrong with me that's quite serious. Man alive. So um, we, we, this will be a, a cough special tonight, dear listener. If you just want to phone up, and cough on the air with me, you're more than welcome to. You're more... The worst thing about this is, there is no... You know when you do a good cough, and it's like, oh, that was good, I've got yeah. that. There's no relief. There's no relief from it. I'm g- constant. I cough, and I think, oh, I need to cough again. Have you gone for a really big cough? I've done the big coughs, I've done the small coughs, I've done... I've been eating lots of ice... I had a load of ice cream last night to soothe my throat, and it works for, like, about five minutes, and then it goes... But I misjudged the amount of ice cream in the tub, and I thought there was less than there was, so I was pouring, like, double cream all over it, yeah. just to make it tasty. And as, as soon as I started eating it, I thought, oh, Christ, there's twice as much ice cream here than I thought there was. But I can't put it back in the freezer, because now it's got cream poured all over it. So I had to eat double the ice cream. Of course you did. Of course I did. What else would you do? 
Um, you, you couldn't do anything with it. But I, I, apart from that, I've had a good weekend. I went and saw, um, I went to my mum's, uh, my mum lives in a home, she's not very well, and there was a lovely fate there that was opened by Bill Turnbull, the um, BBC One, BBC Breakfast host. Uh, and he came, he turned up late, was there for five minutes, and then he went. Oh, wow, that's not good. Well, it's not good. Part of me thinks, well, it's kind of good, because he's not getting any money for it, I'm sure, and he's just, you know, he's done. But then part of me thinks, well, it's not brilliant, is it? You if know, you say you're going to do something, don't be late. Don't be late. Come on, come on in time and, uh, and, and do it. So this is one of the things tonight, dear listener. What celebrities have you seen... I'm good, Robbie. Robbie knows I've come with nothing to the party this evening, and this everything that we're saying now is is off the hoof. But let me just get this down. What celebrities have you seen opening fates? And the smaller the celebrity, the better, I think. Have you ever seen, seen any celebrities opening fates? Um... I remember when I was a little boy, very little boy, like five or six, and Ed Stupot Stewart was opening a fake. Now, you're wow. a radio geek. Do you know, you know who I he know is? Who he is yeah. Okay, good. You're, you're a young man, but you're a geek, and that means you, you're aware of him. And um, I was really excited, and my mum and dad said, we can go and say hello to him. Any point, we can go and say And I was like, yeah. Then when we got there, I was too scared to go and say hello to him, and I couldn't do it. I didn't yeah. speak to Ed Stupot Stewart. Remember Jack and Joel that used to work here? Um, they opened something, I can't remember what it was. Oh, no, yeah, no. When they used to work on the little station back in Hull. Yeah. They, um, they were cutting their old ribbon at something, but I can't remember what it was. I had to open, um... I had to open a sale at a carpet shop in Milton Keynes once <laughs> when I was uh, when I was Ian in Black Thunder uh, in Milton Keynes and I had to go and open this fate and do this fate and play like songs and stuff and songs. Set, I had to set up a P me right just me I turned up in this jeep and I had to set up a PA system and open this fate and it didn't really. Um, it, it, it wasn't really going very well. Not many people turned up. And yeah. I hadn't been doing this job on this radio station for very long. And then the organisers started having a go at me, saying, well, of course, if, if Russ... Was, there was a guy before me, who's called Russ. If Russ was here, we'd have got a much bigger audience. It's your fault. And I'm thinking, do you know what? I'm getting paid 25 quid for this. Yeah. Actually, and I'm, I'm here... I'm doing this. I'm hating myself, hating myself for being here. I don't want to be doing it, and you're having a go at me. And I did a similar thing at a garden fair once, um, and <laughs> about four people showed up. It's embarrassing, isn't it? Yeah, but it's not your fault. Well, no, I even plugged it on the show. Yeah, well, yeah, uh, maybe, yeah, maybe it was my fault. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, celebrities <laughs> you've seen opening fates to listeners is one of the things. Also, as we've mentioned, it is very. Very, very hot. So, uh, just... It sounds a little bit local radio, but I don't give a stuff. Tips for staying cool. Tips for staying cool. Nice. I would imagine that um, a small bag of peas in your shoe would keep you cool for an hour, wouldn't it? Would you fit in any shoe, though? Right, just maybe some peas. <laughs> six frozen peas. Or some, uh, some Brussels sprouts. If you haven't got ice cubes, why not put a frozen Brussels sprout in your drink? That'll, um... Keep it cool and uh, we'll uh, make it taste nice as well. Tips for keeping cool. Uh, and uh, also this weekend, it was very good. I saw two concerts. I went to the Hyde Park on Sunday and saw the Paul McCartney and the Crosby, Stills and Nash. Yeah. Um, very good. I left during Hey Jude. Couldn't be bothered with that. Too long, it's, isn't it? It's too long. 12 it's good, minutes. It's a good toilet song. It's a good toilet song. What, what song did we go to? The, we, there was a toilet song. Oh, bloody, oh, blada. That was our toilet <laughs> song. As soon as he played that, I went to my mate Spence. Should we go to the loo? Yeah, okay, fine. Um, and also on Saturday, a slightly better concert, I would say. I went to see They Might Be Giants at the Royal Festival Hall. Wow. And it was full of... There were like a thousand people there. And it was all geeky men in their mid-thirties who are quite shy and awkward with their girlfriends. 
it with was girlfriends. With girlfriends, it was a thousand me's. They were, <laughs> it was all me. I was looking around, thinking, "Yeah, these are my people." And it was the friendliest concert I've ever been to. In that, people just kept coming up to me and saying, "All right, Ian, how's it going? Like the show?" But everyone was being very friendly and very nice, and just kind of there was no. Excuse me, I'm sitting there, or you know, that's I was next in line for the. It was the everyone was being very friendly. Very cooperative and very helpful. Was you heard us talking about small talk last week. Yes, maybe. May I think maybe there was some of that. Uh, there was there was a little bit of eye contact. The best bit of the show, though, was because they, they might be giants who I interviewed last week, and it'll be played out maybe the end of this week, possibly next week. Uh, I will give you good warning when we know it's happening. But they're very geeky men. They're they're kind of like sort of fifty years old, and they're very geeky, sort of New York glasses, bit nerdy. Yeah. And they're playing their kind of clever uh, post-punk avant-garde uh, New York pop, and then. And about five songs in, uh, John Flansburg, who is the... Well, it's very geeky. Um, suddenly he started effing and jeffing. Come down to the MF front! I want you effers down here! I want to see... What kind of... It was very, very rude. Whoa. Very rude. But it was brilliant. It's like, what the hell? And everyone rushed to the stage at the Royal Festival Hall. And you could see security, <laughs> who had been gently herding people back into their seats, going... Oh no! What we gotta do? What do we do? What do we do? And they kind of made a half-hearted attempt to gently get people back into their seats, but there were a thousand people pushing down the front. So, this is what we've got tonight, dear listener. Um, some random stuff. Uh, we'll get there. Tips for staying cool in the heat. The more unusual, the better. O double three O one two three twelve fifteen is the telephone number. Uh, celebrities that you have seen opening fates or the naffest thing. You have seen happening at a fate. I was having to go on the tombola. I'd forgotten how to do a tombola. I was playing tombola. I did raffles. You've forgotten how to do a tombola. I forgot. I didn't know what it was. You, you buy, <laughs> you buy like five goes and you take yeah. tickets out, don't you? I didn't. I've forgotten. It's been so long. <laughs> Um, and also celebrities you have seen at pop concerts because at this pop concert, not only was I there, there was also uh, the Phil Jupiter's. There was also the Steve Punt. Yeah, uh, and uh, there was also someone else. I can't think who it was. I don't know. Anyway, sad news. I just found out that Peter Quaife of the Kinks died on Friday. So here's a lovely Kinks song for Peter Quaife. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Let's kick this thing in the backside, shall we, boys and girls? Zoe is in London. Good evening, Zoe. Hi. Hey, Zoe, how are you doing? I'm well, how are you? Oh, I'm very well, apart from this blooming, annoying cough that won't go away. Oh, I've got one of those. How long have you had your cough for? Um, just a couple of days. I've had it for like three weeks. Three oh, weeks! God. I pray to God that the doctor on Wednesday will give me a tablet. That's all I want is a tablet that will cure me. That's not much to ask for, is it, Zoe? The magic antibiotics. The magic and antibiotics. They are magic. There's, I can't remember who said it. Is it Arthur C. Clarke? But, but um, to, to misquote someone whose name I can't remember, uh, if technology is advanced enough, it's indiscernible, is that a word, from magic. And the antibiotic is like magic. How does it know, how does it know where you're ill and what's wrong with you, Zoe? I don't know. It's amazing. Whoever invented that, I believe his name was actually uh, uh, Sven Antibiotic from uh, Sweden. Uh, <laughs> I, th- I believe it, that was the gentleman who invented it. I could be wrong. Just like, uh, po- Did you know who invented pockets, Zoe? Um, Mr Pocket? It's, uh, that is correct. This is a true story. Pockets were invented in 1968 by Tobias Pockets. Uh, I think he was a Dutch gentleman. It's a, fa- it's a fact, kids. Go and look it up on Wikipedia if you don't believe me. Pockets were invented in 1968. Anyway, Zoe, we're going off on a tangent here. What what the blooming hell do you want with me? Um, I went to see They Might Be Giants on Saturday. Well done, you. How old are you, Zoe? Let me guess, 22? Uh, 
and 14. 14! Oh, well done. Fair play. Uh, did you go of your own accord or did your dad drag you along? Um, my dad offered me the chance to go. And did you go to the adult show in the evening? Um, no, because <sighs> we were going to see Blondie in the evening. Oh, look at you! Yeah, you're, you're born, shows one day. You were born 30 years too late, young lady. This is fantastic. fantastic. So, the daytime show, they didn't have any of the swears in, did they? No. Oh, okay, did, that was very sweary did, in the evening. Did your show have the silver floaty animals? We did have the silver floaty animals in the, yes, at the, the start. what? There were silver floaty animals <laughs> floating around. And they were so good. My wife uh, wants one. My wife wants one. Everyone wants one. Yeah, but, uh, yes, I know. Very exciting. Did your show have the puppets? Um, yes, yes, the avatars. Yeah, the avatars, yeah. They were good. They're brilliant. They, they didn't might sing be Puppethead. They didn't? No. But, uh, they, what did they sing when we... They, they sang, um... They sang one song off the new album, and I can't remember what the other one was. But they were good. It, they're good, they might be giants. I, I, I thought, if anything, it was a little bit short, the show. Yeah. I thought it could have done with being a little bit longer, but very, very exciting. Ex- they, they, uh, can you believe they're 50 years old? No. Now, the guy, the, the John Linnell, the, the tiny guy on the keyboards, is about 52, I think, and John Flansburg, the other John, is, I think, 48, 49, something like that. They're really cool, though. They're, they're really cool, and I love that nerdy, geeky kind yeah. of pop rock thing. I think it's wonderful. We're going to play a song in the next hour, and they might be giant song, uh, which uh, I don't think I've heard on the radio, um, and is, is a pop classic, and it's, uh, so we're going to play a, 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 we've got an unexpected They Might Be Giant song in, after uh, midnight, I believe. Eleven, hang on. What day is it today? It's after eleven, Zoe. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. I did buy a t-shirt, even though they were 18 quid. Me too. Which one did you did get? you the- get the white one or yeah, the blue one? I got the white one. Me too. Yeah, the 8-Bit Rock. It's the coolest T-shirt yeah. ever, man. But it's really cool. I've got a tight... There's a tiny little hole, a tiny little tear in the sleeve, which is going to... That's two washes and that'll be a huge hole. Yeah, but it means yours is unique. Yeah. She's good, man. Yeah. Zoe's good. Zoe, you can call in any time you want. You have a... OK, this is what we're doing tonight, dear listener. Uh, we're giving three golden passes. Uh, and anyone who gets one of these golden passes can call in at any point uh, and jump the queue, and we'll get on air immediately at any point for um, while I'm still here at Absolute Radio. So, the next three or four months. So, Zoe. Yeah? You have the, the... You have the very first ever Ian Lee Golden Pass! Thank you so much. How do you feel, Zoe? I feel brilliant, and I especially like the theme music. There we go. That's it, dear listener. You, too, could win one of the two remaining... It just stops there. It's annoying there. You could win. There's two remaining golden passes. There there will only ever be, Zoe, three golden passes in existence. Uh, And the other two golden passes may be given out tonight. They might not be given out tonight. I, I will give them out... When I choose, but Zoe, you have golden. You have the best golden pass because it is golden pass zero Number zero one. one. That's what you got, baby. You got it. Thanks. Thank, thank you for calling, Zoe. Bye bye. And restoring my faith in humankind. What a uh, isn't that exciting? She's fourteen years old. Yeah, and she's into proper music. She's into proper music. The coolest person I've ever spoken to in my life. Uh, more of your calls after this. It's fate with Mac. I'm such an old man. This song reminds me of um, Magic. You're listening to... What's their frequency? 105.8? Four. Oh, is it? Oh, no, that's us, isn't it? Right, 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 yeah. You're listening to Magic 105.4. Don't forget Foxy on in the breakfast. But now, Fleetwood Mac and those little lies. Yeah, I'm going to get even more magic now. 
That song is dedicated to Mrs. Morris. It's her birthday today. <laughs> Happy birthday, Mrs. Morris. I think that's her name. I don't know if that's her name, if I'm completely honest. Okay. I'm, I'm, kind of, I'm kind of assuming there, and I don't know what her first name is, but Mrs. Morris. There will be a Mrs. Morris's birthday today. Who's in a car with her young, beardy son. That could, that yeah. could, be, that could be happening as we speak. If it is happening, you know, literally, what are the chances of that? Probably a billion to one. But if it is happening, that there is a Mrs. Morris in a car with her young, beardy son who is celebrating her birthday today, then that song was for you and for you only. Everyone else can get stuffed. It's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Uh, let's go to... I don't really want to talk to any of these people on the line, if I'm honest. Apart from Pauline. Pauline looks nice. Hello, Pauline. Hello. Hello, Pauline. Hello. Hello there, Pauline. You're... Could you turn your radio off, Pauline? Hello, Pauline. Jesus. Hello, Pauline. Jesus. Hello, Pauline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Pauline, you're 46, aren't you? No. F- older? Yeah. 52? No. 56? I'm 62. Are you really? Yeah. What are you doing listening to this rubbish? I don't know. I just turned it on because there was nothing else on the television that I wanted to watch. Is it, can I just say, <laughs> hasn't the TV recently been utter, utter guff? If you yeah. don't like sport, you're yeah. screwed. That's right. It's the World Cup. We're a World Cup-free zone, by the way, kids. And it's Wimbledon, two of the dullest tournaments in the world on simultaneously. And the cricket's on as well, I think. It's not, is it? Nothing else is on. It turns Sky on, it's all repeat, so I might as well give up. I think it was good. I found a new channel, the CBS Reality, right, on on Sky. And on Saturday, they were showing between uh, 11am, maybe a bit earlier, actually, 10am, till 3 p.m. That's five hours. Five hours of Judge Judy. Really? Oh, man alive. <laughs> oh, man alive. It was <laughs> sweet. The, case, uh, the, the cases are real. Um, the, 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 the people are real. Uh, the decisions are final. Judge Judy. There is, there is a great Judge Judy, which I will try and find in a minute on YouTube, uh, where she has Johnny Rotten on there. Okay. Oh, I've John- seen that. It's brilliant, yeah, isn't it? fantastic. It's very cool. Well, I've looked at that. Anyway, Pauline, sorry, you, we're having a chitty chat here, and, and, and we're wa- literally wasting your time. What have you got for us, Pauline? Right, um, I was listening to you about your cough. Oh, yes. I've had this cough for about two months. See, that, that doesn't that worry you? No, I went to the doctors, and yeah. I had antibiotics and everything, and it didn't help. Oh, well, God. And I cu- kept coughing, and co- and I thought something actually was wrong with me. Yeah, well, you Because I cough. went to a spasm of cough. A spasm? Yeah. You had a spasm of cough? <laughs> oh, my God, this is not Just good. cough and cough and cough and cough and can't stop, and then it stops. Cough and, and, and cough and cough and cough? Yeah. And there a phone of sister somewhere. at night when I'm in bed, yes. I just cough and cough. Cough and, and cough And you know and what cough. it is? And then he said something very rude there. Yes, Pauline, I don't, I don't know what it it's is. It's A fever. It's what? A fever. A fever? Yeah. A fever of A's? <laughs> is it? It is. Oh. What happens is the sinus, your sinus. Yes. Okay? And it drains to <laughs> the back of your throat. Oh, no, that sounds horrible. I know it does, but that's what happens. I'm going to ask... Okay, and listen, it goes on your chest. Pauline, I've got to ask you a question. Yeah. People of a nervous disposition, and Mrs. Morris, <laughs> put your fingers in your ears. I'm going to ask a vulgar question. What? Pauline? Yeah. Green or white? Sorry? The stuff you were coughing up, was it green or was it white? Well, I'm not coughing up anything. You're it's not coughing up like, anything? It's just like phlegm, but it's no colour at all. It's not infection, you know? Yeah. It's what? just it's just the phlegm on your chest, oh. where, the, where your sinus is going to the back of your throat. I don't want it. And it's gone on your chest. So you're going you, to cough until mm. it's winter? <laughs> That's what you're saying? No, I've got... Well, 
it's it's beginning to ease off now. Yeah. Because someone told me what to do. Yeah. What? 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 what t- tell me, Paul. Give me the secret. They gave. They told me to get the fix sign. Um, fix inhaler. There's a little inhaler called a fix. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Paul, right? I, actually, I actually love and you. And it's two ninety nine in boots. And is yes? that the one that goes up the nose or in na- the? Yeah. In, you yes. nail it in, and it's for allergic reaction as well. Yes. And I nail it, and when I'm coughing, I nail it, and it stops. As the simple one, as that. And this is the one that goes up the nose? Yeah, you just nail it when you right. feel as if you want to cough. I normally carry one of those around with me yeah. at all, all times. It's you got allerg- allergic reaction written on it as Pauline, well. And, and, sorry, Pauline, how long have you been a doctor? Not long. Uh, <laughs> I've oh, never been a doctor. Oh, you're just well, somebody a... told me about no, this, and okay. I tried it, and it works for me. Pauline, uh, I absolutely love you. Feel free to call us any time you want, although you're not getting a golden pass. I know. But <laughs> I thank you very care. much, Pauline. <laughs> Ta-ta. Don't care. Unbelievable. Robbie, say something, please. I had a long cough, um, about, it lasted for three months, in the end the doctor gave me a, a proper asthma inhaler to try and fix it. Excellent stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that was just long enough, well done, good lad. Uh, Rob is, uh, in Ponder's End, good evening Rob. Hello mate, Say happy birthday to Mrs Morris. Hello Mrs, uh, and happy birthday Happy Mrs. birthday, Mrs. Morris. Don't, don't say hello, I don't want you to start a conversation with her, just say <laughs> happy birthday to her. Okay, who's Mrs Morris? No, it don't matter! There's what? bound to be a Mrs Morris somewhere in a car with their young beardy son speeding through the streets of the United Kingdom somewhere, <laughs> celebrating their birthday. There's bound to be, Rob, the laws of probability say it's almost definitely happening somewhere. So, just be nice to wish her a happy birthday. OK, OK. Happy birthday, Mrs Morris. I hope you're having a great day and all that. Can you I just know, say, blah, for, blah, 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 for blah, Mrs blah. Morris, who may not have heard the show before, Rob um, claims to have lev- levitated in a police station in St Albans. Yes. And you were drawing sex whilst you were in prison... Yeah. And a bug fell on you from another dimension. Something like that, yeah. Excellent. What have you got for us tonight, Rob? Well, yeah, uh, I, 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 was in, I was in a prison, okay, yeah. Yeah, you know, which is, you know, usually for sort of someone like me, you know, banging me up is probably a good idea. But anyway, I was, I was in this jail, and uh, Little Hay, it's a horrible, horrible place. Yeah. And um, I walked, I walked out of my cell onto the landing, you know, you. Yes. To, to place my arms on the uh, on the bolstrap there, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. And no. this this guy, this this guy steps out from behind um, the stairway on the other side of the of the wing, and fired what I can only describe as two hot bolts of energy directly at me, in, in through my eyes. And uh, my head rocked back. Yeah, of course it would do. If you're getting two hot bolts of energy fired in through your eyes, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was you know, I mean, um, if I wasn't sort of like, you know, so completely taken away with the, the idea that this had happened in the first place, mm. um, you know, I would I would have been, uh, you know, completely bowled over. But, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah and and did, did when he, those, these be- by the way, kids, he believes this. When those beams of light entered your eyes, did you develop any special powers? Could you speak to the dead? Could you uh, <laughs> walk through walls? What happened? <laughs> no, 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 no. Ian, Ian. Rob. Yeah, listen, man, listen. I've got something to do with military intelligence, mate. Of course you have, Rob. Thank you very much. We've had, we're asking, has a celebrity ever opened um, a fate of yours? This can't be true. I watched Phil Mitchell open a local car boot. He just said, yeah, it's open now. Then he walked about. I think he felt a bit silly. I wanted to punch him because he ain't as tough as he makes out, says Jim. Why is he not as tough as he makes out? He's acting. (laughs) That's called acting. That's what what he does. I DJed somewhere, and um, Janine Butcher was the celebrity guest. Janine Butcher now. 
Here's an interesting thought. She's quite dirty, isn't she? In the character. Yeah, but in real life, she's really nice. I'm sure she's lovely, but she mm. looks, um... Anyway, with that in mind, here's the Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah, whatever. Very excitingly, uh, Mark has posted on the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Ian Lee Show, John Lydon on Judge Judy. I've just heard the funniest, funniest thing. I will, I will play it immediately after these. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Right. Ian Lee. Absolute. Radio. Judge Judy is, is uh, one of my favourite shows of all time, OK? And for those who don't know, it's always on ITV2. Uh, brilliant. And it's, it's, it's brilliant. Although, you know, all the people in the audience... Yeah. They're actors... What? I know, it's weird, isn't it? Apparently this is true. Because I was trying to get... When I was going to New York once, I was trying to get tickets for it. I ended up getting tickets for Maury Povich. Man, that was the worst day of my life. I wish I'd never... Anyway, we don't talk about what happened at Maury Povich, OK? But, um, Judge Judy, they're all actors in the audience. Which is very, very odd. Anyway... But you've been an actor. Exactly. Uh, but so, she's a judge... Um, and people go there with small claims up to $5,000 that the people are real, the cases are real, the decisions are final, OK? And <laughs> yes. she and they go and put their case, uh, and there is Bert, who's like a little sidekick, and it's genuinely brilliant, OK? I'm going to play a little clip from this. I'll play the intro, then I'll play this very funny bit where she tells Lydon off. So Johnny Rotten, John Lydon, uh, on Judge Judy. Hang on. Here we go. Yeah, this is case number 260 on the calendar in the matter of Williams versus Lydon. It's John Lydon! From the Sex Pistols! Have a seat. Have a seat, ma'am. Mr. Williams, according to your complaint, sir, you were hired by the defendant as a drummer in his band. That's correct. Okay, so then he goes, this guy goes on then and puts forward his case, okay? Um, and then let's just jump forward a little bit to one minute, sort of, one minute... F- 45. Back from the tour. That's uh, hearsay. That, just that a second. And I'm not proof sh- of that. Mr. Lydon. Well, actually, when I had brought that up to yes, younger... Listen to me. Yes, ma'am. Mr. Lydon. Shh. You cannot bring in through the back door of a trial here, Let's just jump forward with oh. it. Were... Hang on a second. Yeah? Mr. And I'm Lydon. apparently... She's, pop- t- <laughs> she's telling Johnny Rotten off. Here we go. Up with. You must understand, these are small nightclub gigs, and we're travelling vast journeys on a tour bus. We're not staying overnight in most of the towns. Now, Mr. There's Lydon, no I don't point have a in me wasting money on separate individual hotel rooms I don't when have a I'm perfectly a- able to share, Mr. and Lydon. I'm apparently the pop star. <laughs> <laughs> Do me a favour. Don't talk over me. I'm not arguing with you with regard to the hotel room. Right, fine. I don't believe <laughs> that you have... I don't believe that you have any responsibility. Right, let's jump to, to the end and let's 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 find out what let's find out what she, what her decision is. Let's go to the end. Let's go to seven minutes. This is wonderful. I'm I'm going to go home and watch this. Well, that you used one or two of his things for one day, or two days. Ninety-nine percent no. But maybe you did. I'm not satisfied, sir, that you were fired without oh. cause. I'm not satisfied that you were. In is fact, John going to win it? Is he going to win it? in a way that you say you were assaulted would have reported first thing in the morning or an hour later to an emergency room, which you did not. I am therefore dismissing your lawsuit. That's all. Yes! Well, is our excuse? You may step out. Fairly obvious conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> then they get... This is brilliant. Then they get... I didn't know this was on it. There's another bit when they finish. Fairly yeah. obvious conclusion. There's a bit at the end where they get to talk to the camera about what happened in the case. So here we go. This is uh, have John, uh, Johnny Rotten talking about it. Here we go. That's all. Well, is excuse? You may step out. Fairly obvious conclusion. <laughs> this is an insane business, and people tend to be a bit whack. I understand no. Judge Judy understands no. <laughs> Mr. Williams doesn't. 
no one will ever speak up against him or, or stand up for themselves. And that was what es essentially I was doing. I think he'd be better as a painter and decorator. Brilliant. Well <laughs> done. John Lydon there. Fantastic. Good work. Line three, you're on the wireless. Hi, Ian. Hello, it's Steve Spaniels. You got cut off. You're back on. You weren't the first caller. Never mind. Never I know. Mind. It doesn't bother me. Um, just basically wanted to ring up because I'm... I've had a good weekend, but I've had a really rubbish weekend at the same time. Well, that sounds like what I like to call a paradox. How is this possible, Steve? Well, the thing is... Um, By the way, can I, just, can I just say, I've, I've got a little bit excited. I realise why I've got excited. Why? I'm having a sugar and caffeine rush. I'm drinking <laughs> oh, yeah. a Sprite, and I don't really drink fizzy pop. Um, well, and I, so I'm, I'm having a little bit of a... Uh, there isn't any caffeine in Sprite. Is there no caffeine in no, Sprite? No, it says it specifically, no caffeine does, on the it, side. Where does it say that? On the tin. Oh, the there's no caffeine in it. Okay, but I'm having a sugar rush then. Oh, imagine, yes. imagine what I'd be like <laughs> on caffeine. Oh, I'd be peeing up the walls, I would, <laughs> literally. Steve We're Spaniels. Making... Well, imagine having Red Bull, Relentless, oh, yeah. Pro Plus, yeah. oh, yeah. oh, followed by yeah. loads of coffee, oh, yeah. a night shift, yeah. and then a whole day of going to France, and then a whole night in a nightclub, and then another day of drinking all day long. And then doing a load of cocaine and speed! Ah! Oh, no, sorry, no. Wait, no, 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 not no, their last no, bit, no. No, 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 no. No, I just really feel like this weekend has just been a complete, absolute joke. Come on, Steve. Come on, Steve. Unburden yourself on me. Yeah, I'm unburdening myself. A pleasant I've been waiting. been waiting all weekend to speak to you, Mr Lee. All right, we'll get no, to the point, is, Steve. Like, I went out, out on the pool with a few mates of mine. Yeah, oh yeah. Beautiful. And all these girls are so interested in me. Whoa, but then when it comes girls. down to the paperwork, pa what? they run a mile. You want to do paperwork these days? No, you know what I mean. When it comes down to the basis, they just run a mile. It's like, well, I don't know, I don't know what, what you mean. The, base, the, the basis... I.e., do they want to meet up again or exchange their phone numbers? But I'm guessing you, you, are, are you. I'm guessing you're an ugly man. Yeah, I'm an ugly, absolute, fat, overweight. Well, there, yeah. there, there you go, Steve Spaniels. That is your problem. But then I, I've spoken to one of my mates tonight, and she yeah. said to me, "I'm not fat. I'm not overweight. I'm not ugly or anything else." If she was single, she would have had me. But one of the callers just I dropped don't off. Hear that. I want to get that back. Well, you know, yeah, yeah. That if I was single, I'd go out with you. Kind of thing is we all know that's nonsense. If someone really meant that, they would dump the person they are with. That's what I see. That's what I say. Okay. Well, you know, Steve, I'm so glad I'm not in the dating game anymore. I was never very good at never good at dating. Was always very nervous around girls. Then I got on telly. Uh, and suddenly, even though I was going out with someone, suddenly, girls that were way, 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 way out of my league mm. were sort of cracking on and showing interest in me, which was very flattering, but was also ultimately pointless. A, because I was going out with someone, uh, and B, um, you know, because I was wise enough to know that, that it was just because I used to appear on a little box in their living room, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, I'm so lucky that I'm I'm married and I, that is sorted and I have uh, we have our family at home and that's it and that's the the dating game is over Steve Spaniels. Yep. For me, but for you you're see, just See a, when I worked in nightclubs, yeah. I had no problem. But then same as you, they only come to me because I worked in their nightclub yeah. and they saw me on a regular basis. Well, now I work in a Japanese bank no one gets to see me apart from the gorgeous girls and I will not mention their names because I know they listen to the show. The beautiful Japanese ladies. No, no, no. These are proper Brits. Right. Uh, racist. Racist. Well. Yeah, go on. And Steve, you, Steve, all, well, listen, pull, pull your socks up. Get over it. One day you'll be like me, but you'll be married. You'll have a kid at home, and, and that'll be it. Game over. All right. 
En- enjoy it while you've got it, Spaniels. Enjoy it while you've got it. Let's go to, uh, oh, Crouch End near me and Jake. Hello, Jake. Hello there, mate. Hello, I'm just going to, Jake, uh, Robbie, could you say something? I just need to cough. I'm going to take my microphone down. So just say, speak for ten seconds, Robbie. Back to this whole dirtying thing. Um, when I used to DJ in the old nightclubs, no one ever came up to me and asked me for my number. It's just rubbish. Jake, what can I do for you? You, you say that you, um, you've never, never strayed. i got a name for you to conjure with, mate. Uh, Sharon Kaufman, we nothing to you. <laughs> Sharon, Sharon who? Ka- Sharon Kaufman. <laughs> uh, Sharon mean, Kaufman. Does it mean I anything think, to me? Well, you say you <laughs> never strayed. I think I'm going to got a name for you, Sharon Kaufman. That make that ring any bells with you? Uh, no, doesn't it? Asda's, Asda's and Maidstone ring any bells? Sharon Kaufman, Asda's. It's not behind r- Asda's and uh, Asda's and Maidstone. It's not ringing any bells, Jake. No. Uh, apples. Apples. Well, I know. Well, apples, you, I think it does mean something. Apples, doesn't it? To I, you? I had an apple last week. Sharon Kaufman apples. Uh, I'm not Maid making Stone the connection. I'm not making the connection. No. I, I think you do know, mate. I think you do know. Um, Sharon Kaufman apples. I'm, all I, right. Here's, all right. I um, don't know the name Sharon Kaufman. No. Drum kit. Drum kit. Sharon Kaufman drum kit. I think that means something to you, doesn't it? Hey, drum kit. I'm the not old drum kit. Well, I, 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 when you say yes, it means... Yes, it does, doesn't it? When you say it means something to me, I'm in a band and we, there is a drum kit. Is that the, drum kit, the band? Apples. Apples, I'm, Sharon Kaufman. Take, I'm, I'm sorry, is this going anywhere? Because I don't know... Asters. Um, I think you do, mate. All right, cat food. How about that, cat food? Cat food, Sharon Kaufman. Hey, You think on it, mate. <laughs> yeah, choked. What was that? What did he say at the end? <laughs> something about cat food. I got the cat. I did. Was it chucked or something? Chucked. Chucked. I don't. That was the weirdest call. I genuinely don't. <laughs> what happened there? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, that, that did happen, didn't it? I, th- I think that just happened. Maybe in the middle of the night I'll wake up and go, oh my God. The story about Sharon Kaufman apples and drum kits and cat food <laughs> yeah, got out on the radio. How the hell did I let that one slip by? But, um. Uh, no, it means nothing. Cougar Pammy! At last, Ian! Oh, Pammy, that was weird, that last guy, wasn't he? He's not a full tin of bickies, that one. We're darling, getting a lot it? of, for a Monday, we're getting a lot of fruitcakes calling in. Oh, I think it's for heat. I think people are losing their marbles. I did, you know, I, I think they are. Uh, can I, Ian, can I tell you, I went to South End on Sea yesterday with my friend Claire, yeah. and on the way we passed through Basildon and I got cold shivers up my spine. Did you get... Uh, th- have you seen that someone has... Um, uh, Sean, Sean uh, Whiteheart, has made... <laughs> I've a, seen it! He's made a brilliant video, a, a brilliant montage of photos of the football. I love it. And there is uh, actual uh, security camera footage of Andre from Basildon stealing those flowers. Those pink roses for me. Uh, isn't it, hasn't he done a fantastic job? Sean, if you're listening, can you email um, th- that, that link to me and I'll, yeah. or something and we'll get it put up we'll get it put please. up on our website somewhere because it's excellent it he's, he's a, people have been asking me for it and I'm not very internet friendly so please a, Sean put it back on he must have put a lot of effort into that he's a, Sean is a very very clever man he's done a lot of little videos you know for clever me over the, the years and he's a very clever man now, uh, idea to keep yourself cool is put your undies in the freezer. Oh, now that doesn't sound bad. Although for a gentleman, that his um, uh, ballsack will uh, shrink to the size of a walnut. Yes, but you're not going to use it if you're suffering the heat uh, a bit much, are you? I don't really now, use it much. Now, as for anyway. the minor celebrity uh, opening up a fight, we had Wolf 
some gladiator. Oh, the Wolfman. Arr. He was quite full of himself. Oh, I he's a bit of all that with every right, the he's the one of the toughest men in the world. Well, he's moved to, he's moved to New Zealand now, hasn't he? And has he really? Yes. Oh. And another one that opened up the Christmas fate was Barry from EastEnders. That's the Sean Williams guy with the hair transplant. Oh, yes, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it's a weird... Fates, because fates generally, I think they pay like a grand or a couple of no, grand or something. No, 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 if they're for charity, they would beg and beg and beg, and they might give them a little bit travelling expenses, oh. but no, no. Oh, cr- screw that. Hey, but, I tell you... He buried it up the road from, from, from that one, so it was easy for him and walked around the corner. So I tell you what, I'm... I, I was at my mum's fate, right, and she lives in a, in a residential home because she's not very well, and they got, um... Uh, who did I say they got to open it? The breakfast, BBC Breakfast guy. The BBC name? one, yeah. But anyway, he, they got him to Turnbull. open it. Bill Turnbull, Bill Turnbull, right. And now, listen, I'm not being funny, right, but I, I used to be on the telly. I got stopped four times at the They Might Be Giants concert, people thinking that I was famous and stuff, right? <laughs> so this woman says to me, will you come and do the um, the raffle for us? I'm thinking, yeah, I've, all right, I've been recognised, wicked, I'm in there. So I'm pulling th- things out, and she went, oh, you're very good at this. And I said, oh, I've, I've done it a few times before. She was, oh, why, what do you do for a living? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> she just asked me just because I was young and could How walk. I could walk to the raffle and didn't need to be wheeled over. That's the only reason I was asked oh, to do it. Yeah. But um, I, I'm doing, in uh, August the 2nd or the 3rd or something, I am uh, presenting an award at the um, uh, Cat... Oh, I, I must get it right. The Cats Protection League, League Awards. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know. They asked me. I'm very, very excited. And it is... Um, I can't remember what category it is, but I have chosen the winner. I've had to judge it. They sent me four. Oh, wow. What, the, the best pussy or something? Cougar Pammy. Come on, that's the laziest joke in the world. So when oh, you say pussy, you mean vagina. We get the connection. Okay, but I'm just trying to keep it clean. Don't you keep know. it clean. Come on. But <laughs> I've had to choose. So I've had to choose. There's four people who are all, you know, very needy. And it's, it's like best friend category where a cat has enhanced someone's life. Oh. And I've had to basically. Say yes to one person, no to three other people. I'm going to feel oh, terrible. I hate that. It's terrible. It's cruel. Oh, it's awful. Very cruel. Very cruel. But what, what can oh. you do, Pammy? Take some soft fudge to give to the losers. I will take some soft fudge to give to the losers. That's exactly what I'll do. Speaking of soft fudge, it's Vinny. He's listening to Talk what? Sport. Vinny? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what were you listening to Talk Sport for? Uh, are you crying? Are you crying? No, no. It sounds like you're crying. because well, England got kicked out of the football, the, the World Football Cup, Cup thing, is that it? Yeah. yeah. I've actually got an idea for you. Oh, go on, yeah, yeah you're gone. Yeah, because of this uh, tournament... Vinny, Vinny, yeah. could you turn Talk Sport off in the background, please? Oh, yeah, We're probably breaking yeah. some Ofcom rule broadcasting <laughs> that nonsense. Yeah, there's a tournament going on, right? Yeah, there's a tournament, yeah? And you don't like it? The football thing, yeah, I, I'm not yeah. a fan, no. How about you write a book about uh, why you think it's rubbish, and then you can come on Talk Sport, and, uh, and uh, things like uh, this morning, and uh, the one show, uh, to m- promote your book, and you can be famous again. I was on Talk Sport once. Um, they phoned me up, <clears throat> and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and said, we want you to come on. Now, I didn't know what they wanted me on for, and I thought it was because I used to pretend to be a Chelsea fan. So I print, I didn't know anything about Chelsea, right? But I printed up all these facts about Chelsea, the team, how they'd done that league, how they did last year, all of this stuff. So I had all these facts in front of me. When was this? This was, um, f- five or six years ago. Okay. And, uh, why is that relevant? Why is that relevant? Why? 
Chelsea. Well, I don't, I don't know. I didn't know. I had the facts in front of me. I haven't, I haven't kept those facts in front of me, Vinny, just in case this moment would rise. Yeah. But what they wanted to talk to me about was um, a thing that I had made up with my friend Mackenzie Crook, where we'd made up a sitcom called Fruits of the Forest about two Nottingham gay... Uh, two Nottingham Forest footballers who were gay. And we kept saying, we did a couple of things where we mentioned that this was our next project that we'd be working on. And they wanted to interview me about this. So I did a whole ten-minute interview with them about the, this made-up sitcom that was never going to happen and was never <laughs> more than that concept and had to pretend that it was a real ongoing concern and that we were making a pilot and that the BBC were really interested in it when it was all nonsense. Yeah. Well, that was a story, wasn't it? Who was, uh, was it that you going to interview by? It, I think it was Hawksby and Jacobs. Yeah, they're the ones that normally do it. And I think uh, that's, that's what I was thinking of. You, maybe you could go on Hawksby and Okay, Vinny, well, I'll see if I can knock this book out before the end of the World Cup, yeah? Yeah. Okay, good idea. <laughs> um, no, so, no, you, you finish now. Yeah, all right, I'm, I'm going to just talk sports. Of course you are, Vinny. Good evening. There we go. I wonder how much trouble we can get in for mentioning the other radio station. What, about a dozen times there, giving them a good plug? <laughs> I wouldn't listen, they're pony. Absolute Radio is much better. I don't like the Gorillaz, but I quite like this song. But it turns out the people who like the Gorillaz say they don't like this song, which is odd. Yeah. I guess it's kind of nice and kind of, I don't know, chilled, I believe is the word. Here's the Gorillaz. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, absolute Radio. Don't want to hear uh, satisfaction twice in a row. I apologise for that. I thought it might be a fun thing to do, but the audience has voted a most definite no. Uh, this is Ian Lee on Absolute Radio, Mondays to Thursdays, normally 11 o'clock till 1am, but uh, for this week and for next week, and for the last two weeks, the show has been starting at 10am, because I believe there is a football tournament happening somewhere in Africa. Uh, Eloise is my normal producer, but she's, she's still at Glastonbury. Robbie's filling in for her. Robbie... When did Glastonbury finish, or is it still going on? It finished on? yesterday, didn't it? It finished yesterday, so... And Eloise is coming back... On Wednesday. On Wednesday. So you can almost kind of, you know, give her tonight off because she's probably coming down from acid or so. I don't know what she's doing, you know, cleaning out every orifice. I don't know what she's up to. Why is she off tomorrow as well? No idea. Slack. Very, very slack. That's, uh, that's, uh, that's a great But job. she was adamant that I covered for on Tuesday when I spoke to her about this. Very, very yeah. disappointing young lady. 0330-123-1215 is the phone number. If you want to give us a call, it is a phone-in show. Your calls are appreciated. I have this terrible, terrible cough that I've had for weeks. 
Uh, and I keep uh, putting my fader down and having a little coughing fit, uh, which makes it very, very hard to do the show. So if, if you want to call in and talk for a long time without me speaking, that would be wonderful. We're asking uh, celebrities that you've seen opening fates. Celebrities you have seen uh, at pop concerts. Ways to stay cool. I've also written down here as a topic, and I don't know where this came from. Ever made love to an American? I don't know where that, that's from, <laughs> but I, it, 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 it just occurred to me uh, that I've never made love to an American woman, or, or gentleman, for that fact. And uh, the, 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 I get the feeling that Americans are quite chaste. You know, that they're, they're, they don't like to put out. Would you, any experience with Americans, Robbie? No, none. Um, Scottish, but not American. How is that in any way similar? Don't know, just oh, fill in for time while you cough. Well, that, thank you. Well, let's, let's put it out there. If you've ever made love to an American, 033-0123-1215. Um, Mike has been waiting for 30 minutes. Good evening, Mike. Hello, mate. It's Mike and Kilburn. Ah, How you doing, Yes, someone pretending to be an Irishman. OK, we can, we can put up no, this for a little no, bit. No, no, I really am Irish. Oh, OK, Michael, we can put up anyway, this for a little real bit. real celebrities. OK, yes. Robert celebrities out of faith, back in Wicklow. OK, uh, do you remember Glenn from Big Brother? Yes, I do remember Glenn from Big Brother. <laughs> I don't know why, but he opened our local fight in uh, Rathdrum. OK. He was kind of a letdown. He would be. He's you know, Welsh, I, isn't he? He's Welsh. I don't know what he was doing in Ireland. OK. But, yeah, no, no, you, you know, it was in 2006 and all that. Hang on a minute. Is this Gary from Bristol? No. It is, isn't it? No, mate. <laughs> it is? It's me, mate. All right, yeah. But you're, why are you calling in as Mike from Kilburn? I thought I might have a bit of fun, mate. But where are we getting fun out of this? I thought it might be funny, mate, okay? It didn't work. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it, okay? Can we still be friends? I think you should apologise to the boys and girls at home and put the phone down and, um, go away. What? Being Lee, I'm not having that. I'm not going to be put down by some separate DJ who used to be on the television. No, 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 no. I mean, once upon a time, you were almost as famous as George Lamb. But at the moment, you are nobody. I mean, I like phoning the show sometimes, and sometimes I even like singing. I even pretended to be Cedric from Chippenham the other week, and you put me down. Yeah. Ian Lee's that guy who used to be famous once upon a time. I mean, he's okay to listen to. But the main reason why I phone in is because his producer, Louise, is so lovely. Once upon a time, I mean, Ian Lee wasn't actually that famous. Perhaps he was as famous as that bloke off T4, the one with the short hair, who nobody remembers. I mean, who the hell watched Rise? I mean, yes, the 11 o'clock show was a good show. That was like last decade, my friend. Above there are no stars tonight, just northern sky. Reflected light upon your face. See the stars in constellation. Beneath 
That was me! Yes, it was. I was good on that! Very good. I, I can only do that because I've been sucking on so many um, uh, these these uh, uh, fruit th- throat sweets. I can't speak. I think I'm a little bit high on cough medicine. I've been <laughs> sucking on so many of these that it's, it's given me... It's like when Mama Cass had that bottle of acid drop on her head and it meant she could sing the high C. The same thing has happened to me. Uh, Christine has called us, uh, has emailed from the States. What makes you think Americans are chaste? I think you need to call me about this. Can you, can you dial Christine's number? She sent us an email. Rob, ever had an experience yeah. with Americans? Uh, no, I went to America. Okay, I, I just the, the, the closest I've ever come is is uh, many many years ago. Is almost getting the snogs in with with an American girl, and um, but just didn't go anywhere. Why? Because they're chaste. We should part for your personality. It may have been that, Robert. Your it, looks. All right, Robert. That's um, gangly height. Oh, okay, okay. There we go. Like you failed in TV. Okay. Robin- got a reputation for being difficult to work with. Okay, Robin, you've called. You've called in. You've got something fun for us to talk about. What? What? What would that be? Yeah, you're on about how to keep cool. Yeah. Now I think the best way to do it is tweed is in. So you know, I'm no got one, but I do think a young chap in tweed or a young lady in tweed, head to toe. You know, I look at them and I think, cool. Is that it? You waited 26 minutes for that? Oh, and just thank you very much for my DVD. What DVD is that? You know that one that you said, oh, I'll send you a DVD, Rob. Oh, well, yeah. Yeah. It did come, did it? What DVD did I say I was going to send you? The Shindigri one. Did did I say I was going to send you one? You did. You said you'd send me one. You know why? Because you're busy getting your hair cut like Ryan do that nonsense and you can get stuff. Ah, Christine is on the line. Good evening, Christine. Hello. So you're you're America? Yes. And you're an American lady? Yes. And so therefore you don't like to put out. Oh, of course I do. Oh, okay. So you're you're the opposite of of that. You're a, Okay. But the, but I I think I don't know if I I could be the only English person that thinks this. But uh, American ladies always seem kind of cold and distant and a little bit flirty, but then when you try and get down to some good loving, they ain't doing the shoving. Do you know that's funny? Because that's what I found about you British people. Really? Yeah. Oh, no, the Brits The Brits are, uh, are up for it any time of the day or night. Oh, not the ones I've met. Well, OK, well, maybe there's a problem for both of us. Maybe I'm unattractive to American women and you're unattractive to English men. Oh, I have not. Well, you could be. Do, 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 do English men do it for you? Yeah, of course they do. That's that's Anybody your... does, really. Jesus, you're filth, Christine. You're filth. <laughs> Is there? Uh, do, do do you have a penchant for for um, for English men above everybody else? No, because my family's from Germany. So. So you like the Germans? Yeah. I got a thing for Greek girls. Yeah, see, we all have our taste. Yeah, we all have a taste. My, my wife's half Greek, so I think I, I think I can say that. Uh, I stay there, Christine. Tony's on the line. Good evening, Tony. Good evening. Uh, you've you've been with uh, Tony. You, can you not be on hands free? Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. How's that? Right, this is it from now on. Right, Robbie, hands yeah. free is banned. It's banned. banned. I, I, if they're driving, they've got, got, to pull over. they've got to pull over. Otherwise, I'm not interested. It's the worst invention in the world. But Tony, let's not fall out over that. You've been with American ladies, have you? Lady. Uh oh, and, and tell us what was that like? What happened? Oh, met her when I went to uh, Vegas. Um, oh, so she was a prostitute then? Oh, Vegas, no, yes. No, no. Oh, okay, no. No, she's a very nice girl. Yeah, okay. And a um, bit of relationship developed and uh, fizzled out in the end. 
didn't want to. She wanted to get married. I didn't want to get married. She wants. She wanted to get married in Vegas. No. Don't say it like that. You're being, you're being, you've told about a, th- a fifth of a story. I'm trying to fill in the huge gaping holes in it that you've left, Tony. Well, there's a lot to lot to go through, really. But Fair uh, Bones was she's a lovely girl, lovely girl. But uh, I do want to get married. Christine, d- d- does Tony yeah. sound like the kind of Brit that you could go for? I don't know. I'd have to see him. Well, Tony, describe d- 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 Jesus. T- Tony, describe yourself to Christine. <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> no, no. OK, fine, don't do it. Thanks, thanks for having out there, Tony. That really was, was a waste of 45 <laughs> seconds of radio. Jesus. Uh, Christine? Yes? If we find some hot English guys, would you be interested? Sure, no problem. I think we already had this conversation. Did we? Yes. Andre? Yes, yeah, hello, yeah. Say hello to Christine. Hi, Christine. Hello, uh, Christine. Andre. I think you might quite like me. Yeah. For the simple reason, I wouldn't take advantage of a woman. Um, I'll get on very well with women, but there was only one question I'd like to ask you. What? What's your vital statistics? Would that be rude? I don't understand what you mean. Now, what is your vital statistics? I mean, what's your physique like? Oh, I'm thin, I'm athletic, I'm 5'5". Five five. Yeah, well, a bit silver, yeah, not too bad. Carry on. Um, long brown hair, blue eyes. What, dyed or peroxide or normal? Normal. Well, what age are you? Uh, 38. Well, well, I think we could do quite nicely together. <laughs> Would you keep in contact for absolute with me? Well, you'd have to come here. I'm in the United States, so it's a little difficult. So whereabouts in the States do you live? Uh, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Did I be given all this information out over there? No, that's okay. That's no problem. Um, now, where would I have to fly to to get to Uh, Probably New York. And then change and then go to where? Oh, you'd have to drive the rest. What? How long would that take me? Oh, about an hour. Would, would it be worth the journey if you if you don't mind me mind answering? We'll leave those two chatting away while we listen to some adverts. Yeah. Ian Lee on Absolute Radio. Um, what can I say? Um, a, a reasonable physique. Quite good at five side football. Yeah, I'll put you on the video. Uh, and that's it on the phone. Is that? Yes. What was that like then? What, what? Yeah. 
to drink. Um, I acquired them. And, uh, right. what would you like to me to acquire you some flowers? Um, no, I have plenty, thanks. Well, fresh ones, pink ones. Uh, I have fresh ones, I grow a lot of my own. Oh, uh, no, it's not the same as being given a nice bunch of fresh pink roses. Well, that's true. Are you going to pay for them now? Oh, always do. The show rattles on to its uh, hurtling, inevitable conclusion at one o'clock. When uh, Mark Crosley is it uh, doing the business? At I believe so. Yes, uh, Mr. Mark Crosley will be doing his business uh, on the air at one o'clock. What time are you finishing tonight, Robbie? Four. Why? What? What? What do you do for the three hours after the show? <laughs> Fix stuff. Do you go around and just um, um, go into every office and knock one out? Is that what you do? <laughs> That's what I would be tempted to do in a virtually empty building like this. You got I uh, had a little play with your iPhone 4 earlier on. Yes. It's um, nice. Does it, does it not... Well, there's the problem, isn't there, that it loses signal. Have you had that? I can't recreate it, but then someone else held my phone and then created it. So I think it just depends what, um, what mm. hand you've got. <laughs> really? Okay. <laughs> what type of hands you've got? But so it's it, but it's a common problem, isn't it? Yeah, I'm but so it doesn't happen when I do it. Okay, I'm so glad I didn't, didn't get one of those. Uh, I feel I feel good for not, have, and I'm I'm past the other side now. There was that the, the few days building up to there's the anticipation of I'm going to buy one, and then the couple of days after it came out, there's the anticip- anticipation of oh go on, I might as well. I'm through the other side now. I'm fine. I'm fine. I buy toys for the baby. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm going to spend money on good things instead of. Instead of buying an iPhone 4. That's what I'm going to do. You know, yeah. So it's, it's, it's all good. Um, we've got people who've been waiting for ages. Let's go to Alex in Harpenden. Good evening, Alex. Hey, Ian. How you doing? I'm all right, thank you, Alex. I'm all right. Sorry to hear you've still got the cough. I've had one for about two months now as well. OK, so are you not worried, Alex, that you might have something serious? It seemed to have gotten better. I think it was because I was stressed at the end of uni. Right. And, um, Stress cough, yes. Yeah, yes. but I've still got it, so if it, if it keeps going for the next couple of days, I'm just going to book a doctor's appointment, get some antibiotics. Well, this or... is what I've, I've booked to the doctors. I'm, I'm going to be- beg for the antibiotic. I'm going to do the whole, my voice is my trade. I cannot work <laughs> without the voice. But basically, I just want to get some sleep. I've not slept properly because I keep bloody coughing. Oh, God, that's the worst. And then you get one, those huge fits where it doesn't yeah. stop. Yeah, and my wife is, bless her, she's been very good, but, you, you know, I can see that it's, it's keeping her awake as well, and yeah. I don't... Oh, man, alive, and I'm tired, I'm depressed, and... Uh, yeah. Well, I've got a loud voice anyway, so when I cough, I keep everyone in the house up so they all get angry at me. Get this, the lady next door who once had a go at my wife... Um, was playing Bette Midler CDs Sunday morning, quarter to nine, but really loudly with her back door open so that the whole th- the street was filled with, um, You are the wind beneath my wind. Oh, dear. Which I, I don't mind. I don't mind a bit of Bette Midler. I think she's all right. Not that a quarter, morning, to, quarter to nine on a Sunday yeah. morning. That's like people that cut the grass at six oh. on a Sunday morning. There was one guy did that once. Uh, it was like seven o'clock on a Sunday morning, and I did lean out of the window and said, Cutting your grass at seven in the morning. Are you taking the nice and loudly? It's like a proper chav. Oh, speaking of chavs, oh, you're not allowed to say it on the radio. Speaking of, of um, the people that you know are a little bit unpleasant, I saw this guy. Oh, this this guy. He looked about eight, 15, but he was probably about twenty. He got on the tube right with this massive Rottweiler with a big gold uh, lead. Leads is what they're called, aren't they? Yeah, big gold. No, well, lead or collar. 
Was it the bit round the neck or the bit that? It's the bit that he holds. Oh, cut them lead. A big gold chain, right? And this guy was topless, right? Just had a tracksuit on with a tattoo round his belly button, and I swear to God, he did the grossest thing, right? And he had his his girlfriend there. Is he sat back on the tube with his left hand? He pulled open with his thumb and uh, uh, middle finger. He pulled open his belly button, and with the Peter Pointer of his right hand, he was just going around getting all the dirt out of his belly button. Lovely. And he got it. Out, he got it out. Oh, I he didn't. sucked Jesus. it. He sucked it, Alex. Oh, it was the topless most topless on the tube. Oh, that's bad. Oh, you get loads oh. of people like that in Harpenden anyway. You get loads of people think they look great when they've clearly had one too many beers. I don't get that the, the, it's hot, so I'm going to take my top oh, off. I, I don't. It. I don't get it. It's not attractive. It's not pleasant. It's horrible. The only thing you can tell from those people is they clearly love themselves. That's yep. about it. Yeah, it's an unpleasant. There was a, the, the, this Paul McCartney concert yesterday. A lot of people with no tops on. You. Yeah. And I was just. Oh, I didn't watch that. How was it? It was good. It was very, very good. But I'm you going to check it out. You just keep thinking to all these people. You're going to get sunburnt. What are you doing? Anyway, Alex, what can I do for you? Oh, well, we had someone uh, do... We got this winter fate instead of a summer fate, like, around yes. Christmas. They have uh, this big light turning off. And one year we got oh, yeah. Barry from EastEnders. Mm. That's the second um, Barry from EastEnders we've had. Really? He's obviously uh, big at the, the, the fates, both summer and indeed yeah. the winter. But what was brilliant about this one is when he went to turn the lights on, they didn't work, so everyone started booing. And oh. for some reason, he thought the way to stop people from booing yeah. was to sing. Oh, my God. The boos got worse, yeah. Oh, he just stormed off. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, well, this... OK, well, this, this Alex, it, it, it's a sad state of affairs. This brings us on to our new topic for the rest of the show. Have you ever seen a celebrity being booed? Oh, double three, oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. That's That's what we're after. Did you not feel sorry for him, Alex? I felt awful you, did for you, him. Did you join in the boos, though? No, I felt bad because he actually had an all right voice. He's, yeah, he's, he's an all right singer, isn't he? He does yeah. his, He plies his trade and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, Alex, listen, thank you very much for that. All right, see ya. Cheers, my dears. Let's go to uh, Reese's in Huddersfield. Good evening, Reese. Hello. Hello, Reese. Hello, mate. Um, I'm just wondering if you fancy having a, a serious discussion this evening. I mean, I know you're talking about celebrities. Yes. Are you happy? Yes. Um, basically, what it is is I've been following the uh, G20 protests in Toronto. Hang on, what's that buzz? That buzz is I think it's Vince's studio. It's buzzing, is it? Oh, yeah. Okay. Is it, can you stop it buzzing? There's a bomb from the 80s that's about to go off. <laughs> that's, that, that's, it's, there's a comedy bomb from 1984 that's, that's being dropped in that room, for goodness sakes. Uh, so you've been following the G20, have you, Reese? Yes, I have, yeah. And um, what do you make of it? Well, to be honest, I'm shocked at the amount of um, one-sided propaganda we're receiving on the main mainstream media at the moment. Okay, what, what propaganda are we receiving? Well, basically, they're showing images of um, police cars being burnt out on the BBC. Right. And protesters going mad. Right. I've actually got some friends who were there yeah. and have taken footage on the street yeah. of um, the police basically just brutalising people. They've rounded 600 people up yeah. and locked them in um, a converted film studio in Toronto, right. basically in cages. My friend was incarcerated for yeah. 22 hours. What, what's the, what's the brutalisation? Um, basically, the fact that they've, they've changed the laws to make it legal over there, okay. and this is just for the duration of um, yes. the G20 protest, yes. for the police to detain people. What's the brutalisation? Um, basically, the fact that the sending out snatch squads and just pulling random people, peaceful protesters, from within the crowd. And doing what to them? Locking
beating them up. Okay, just, that's not that's not brutalization. You have to be, when you talk about emotive subjects like this, you have to be very careful about the language you use. That's brutalization conjures up the image of of, of people uh, getting the crap kicked out of them. Well, to be honest, some of the arrests have not exactly been pleasant. I mean, okay, uh, but I but you but but you have to be careful when you use the word brutalization, don't you? Well, I, I understand that it can conjure up some emotive images, but the point I'm trying to make... But is you, you, it's, the, it's the wrong word. It's the wrong word, Reese. It's the wrong word. Brutali- being, being locked up is not brutalisation. Well, the way that they're snatching people out of the crowds could be construed as being brutalisation. I mean... Well, it, it, no, it couldn't. It's, it's the wrong word, Reese. You're using, you're using the wrong word. And I don't know if what you're saying is true. Uh, there's a number of... Um, YouTube videos that you can see well, to verify... There's, there's a number of YouTube videos you can see of David Blaine floating, do you know what I mean? But it doesn't mean that he can fly. You have, but, but all I'm doing, Reese, is question... devil's advocate, I understand No, that. no, I'm not. I'm not at all. Not playing devil's advocate at all. I'm doing what you're doing, and I'm questioning what I'm being told. Exactly. And that's a, a, a very good point. People should do more of that. People should always question what they're being told. But you, you would agree, wouldn't you, it is bad... For people to uh, smash up shops and burn police cars. That's a bad thing to do, isn't it? I think that a lot of the violence that's been perpetrated at these protests has been caused by the Asian provocateurs. The Asian provocateurs? Yes. They have people within the employ of the police, officers, and they've been basically inciting violence and committing these acts in order to give the protesters bad press. Okay, and what evidence do you have for that? Um, the fact that in um, there was a, a meeting between the leaders of Canada, Mexico, and America, yeah. um, it wasn't actually in Toronto. It was somewhere else a couple of weeks ago. Right. There was also a protest there, and um, the protesters captured three of these people who were committing these acts and identified them as serving police officers. And what evidence do you have of that? Um, because. Um, there's actually they've shown pictures on the footage that I've seen um, of their on, you, on, on, you, on YouTube. Yes. Okay, well, you, do you know what? Listen, I'm slightly more inclined to believe uh, the BBC, uh, the, which is a world-respected news organisation. Slightly more inclined to BBC believe the BBC than I am inclined to believe Sky, and, and more inclined to believe the BBC than I am videos on YouTube. Can I ask why you're more inclined to believe the BBC? Because videos on YouTube can be faked, they can be made up, they can be filmed on a phone. Who knows what happened 30 seconds before that film started? Who knows what happens 30 seconds after that film ended? Just the same with any... Any footage you see of any of them. Exactly, but the BBC is more more open to scrutiny and uh, uh, questioning than YouTube is. I feel, uh, I think I disagree with you there, Ian. I, I feel that the BBC is more open to um, pandering to the political interests of the, the government that he serves. No, absolute, abs- absolute nonsense, Reese. If, if, if you believe that, and, and I bet, bet you believe that America flew the, the planes into the Twin Towers, don't you? I believe that oh, there is a qualified God. case for a, a... There is a qualified case for an independent review... Do you, believe the, Amer- do you believe the Americans were behind 9-11? I believe that there is evidence to suggest that, and I believe that it, it should be open to an independent investigation. Jesus, I'm not, this is what we're I'm dealing not gonna, with. I'm Reece, not going to set my opinions in stone. Listen, I've got, to go, I've got to go because I've got to play a record and you're talking out your ass. But do you think there were any genuine protesters smashing up those shops? 
I think that the majority... Could you, could you, could you stop of... answering the question with, with vague statements and answer, do you believe that there were any, some of those protesters who weren't put in there by the police to, to wind people up, do you believe that possibly some of those protesters were taking advantage of the situation and smashing up shops and setting fire to police cars? No more than a normal person on the street would be doing the same thing. What, do, what the hell does that mean? That doesn't mean anything. Because you don't go out, you don't go out into society... As a, as a person and start smashing Reece, can you stop, stop windows and police cars do you? well I don't know Reese. no you don't you don't you don't Reese. but I'm asking you a question and please I, I, I've got to keep this short because I'm behind on the music now I've got to play the ads but do you believe and answer this question answer this question stop skirting around it like a fool do you believe that any of the people in that protest who weren't put in there by the police were actually going around smashing up shops and setting fire to police cars Right, Ian, they arrested 600 people. Answer the question, Reese. I don't believe that 600 people were, no. That's Do you? Uh, Reese, 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 you're really, really irritating me. Answer the question. That wasn't the question. Do you think are all 600 people guilty, was it? That wasn't the question, was it? No, it wasn't. What was the question? What was the question? The point, I feel. It's, it's, it's irrelevant to the question, Reese. What was the question? The question was, do I... Do I think that any of the legitimate protesters were responsible for any of the violence. And to be honest, because I wasn't there and I didn't see firsthand, then I can't possibly comment Reece, on that. Reese, uh, you can yeah, comment. Answer the, the question. Of- Reese, if, listen, you are very close to being cut off because you are acting like an absolute spoilt child. Answer the question. Do And you can answer it, even though you weren't there. Do you, do you yes or no answer? Do you think... Any of the protesters were involved in smashing up the shops, which is a bad thing to do. We'd all agree with that, I hope. And do you think any of them were involved with burning police cars, which is also a very, very bad, wrong thing to do? No. I don't. Reese, I wish I lived in cloud cuckoo land with you. It sounds like a wonderful place, but you are so, so naive. Well, uh, you're entitled to your opinion. I am, Reese. Thank you. I'm entitled to cut you off and play some adverts because we've got to pay the man. That probably offends you as well, you idiot. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. That was fun. Absolute radio. That was like the old days. I'm very tempted to do... I, we may... We may do a straight show one night. We may do a straight d- debate show. Because, and I, I, I wanted to talk to, to Reese for a whole lot longer. Reese, I'm sorry I cut you off, but, I, you know, d- d- hey, man, I've got to play the ads, I've got to play music. It's a slightly different setup to other radio stations in that respect. Uh, but I'm thinking, I'm thinking, Robbie, I might do a straight show one night, a whole show of, of talking to people like that. Why don't we? Let's, well, let's, let's, let's do it. I'm scared now. When? Not tomorrow. I've got to wait. I can't do it with this cough because I have to keep fading myself down and I can't do a proper rant when I've got the cough. It's going to happen at one point. We'll definitely do it. Now, we've got, oh Christ, we've got six calls lined up. We'll get there eventually. Now, for some reason, I've got two They Might Be Giant songs on the log. Wow. What, this is insane. I, 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 I hope they're not expecting me to play out the They Might Be Giants interview this evening because it, it ain't edited. Why, has Gareth not done it? Oh, I don't know. Has, has Gareth done? Let me see. Was he put in uh, features? Uh, hang on. Is this? Is this? Oh, this could be. Hang on. First of all, man, thank you very much oh. uh, for your time. And I'm you a little are... bit nervous. Well, for I don't mean nervous. Oh no, so it's Osborne. Uh, so no, it's, uh, so. But I'm, I'm going to play. I'm going to play two. They might be giant songs. Well, they told us here they can't complain. We can't. They can't complain. I'm going to change one of the they might be giant songs. Which one? Well, I'm going to get rid of Birdhouse in your soul just because. Do you know what I mean? All the time. Yeah. So we'll play. T- we're going to play two. They might be giant songs in the same hour. This is insane. 
Um, I saw them on Saturday. They were wonderful. The new album is called Here Comes Science, and it's an absolute treat. I bought a copy. Oh, we've got we've got signed copies to give away. Have we? Oh, but the fact wow. that you don't know means that we probably shouldn't do that tonight, just in case <laughs> they've been half-inched. Uh, but... Uh, it is a treat, uh, and I, I did interview them on Friday. Hopefully it'll play out Thursday. I would imagine with Eloise El- El- um, coming down from uh, LSD, it'll get played out early next week, uh, and we, we chatted to them as a whole. They kept talking about BitTorrent, you know, this illegal downloading. Yeah. And I kept saying, you can't talk about that. Why can't we talk about it? I said, well, no, no, we can't talk about BitTorrent. You can't do it over here. Oh, I want to talk about BitTorrent. I said, well, no, you can't do it. So <laughs> you get it, cut off. You, you, you get cut off off the internet for yeah. using the old BitTorrent. Yeah, of course, this is a very, very naughty thing to do. Anyway, here is your, the first of your two They Might Be Giants song. Oh, and this one is just an absolute gem. Another They Might Be Giants song coming up soon. I've just, uh, I can hear Robbie um, panicking because he's not here. And I said I was going to play the next They Might Be Giants song back to back. And then I thought, actually, can't bother. We'll take a safe call though, Robbie. Don't worry. We'll go to Philip from South Norwood. Hello, Philip. Oh, good evening, Ian. Here, Billy Cotton used to play that. Billy Cotton? Billy Cotton, his band, yeah. It was part of his stage act. Istanbul, not Constantinople? Yeah, it was, it, it was one of his songs. Was it really? I, I, thought I'd, I, I thought I'd gone back years and... I always assumed They Might Be Giants wrote it. Show no, 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 no. I don't know who wrote it. I don't think Billy Cotton wrote it. I think it was an old song. And it was part of his stage act. Uh, wow. When he appeared, uh, you know, when he used to do the musicals, he was at the Croydon Empire where I saw him. Oh. And he used to do... That was on the songs he did. They used to dress up. Yeah. And he ended the show with his famous song, I've Got a Lovely Bunch of Coconuts. Oh, lovely bunch and of coconuts. And he used to throw cotton wool balls into the audience, you yes. know, and it, we used to throw them back. The old days, the old oh. days, Philip, they oh. sound awful. Oh, I have. Reason I'm wrong here. Yes, Philip. Uh, the uh, Y50, have you seen the, uh, the official trailer for the new one? I've, I've not, I've seen, uh, I saw a behind the scenes thing. Oh, you did, thing. Oh, I can ask you that. But um, but I've not really seen much of it. Uh, it, it, um, it um, I, do, I don't know, Philip. No, I, I don't know. I don't. I mean, uh, I must be honest. Uh, this is the second attempt because I had, I didn't know that back they st- I had another go back right. in 1997. Okay, with Gary Bussey. Gary Busey. Gary Busey. I'm never sure how to oh, pronounce Oh, Gary Busey is, is, yeah, is one, a wa- he's a wonderful actor. He's he absolutely is. bonkers, Busey. Yeah. And Elsie Sniffin was in it as well. Yeah. Did you ever meet her when you went out in Hawaii? No, I didn't. She's a very uh, very attractive uh, Hawaiian actress. Quite attractive Hawaiian actress. Yeah, I just wondered whether you had actually met her. I think no. the guy who was going to play Steve McCarra, yeah. I think he's Australian. Oh, guy, no. Alex Coughlin. No. And I get her a bloke from Lost, is in it? Uh, yeah, um, uh, Daniel Day Kim. Yeah. Jin is, is, uh, is in it, yeah. He's uh, a, Scott yeah. Cairn and Grace Park. I'm never sure about these remakes, because no. uh, the, cause the Knight Rider remake was terrible. Yes. The A-Team film looks like it's awful. Oh, I, I saw the trailer. Oh, but, uh, it looks so dull. Where's they taking the Yeah. The remake of that was ooh, iffy. Yeah. The ma- the remake of Maverick. The remake of V was terrible as well. I haven't caught up with that. Don't yet. bother. Don't bother. Yeah, I was given a free DVD during the week. Oh yeah. With Lost on it. Really? I've been explaining. I bought the box set series seven a Y five O. Yeah. And they give me a free, what they call the taster, I oh, think. Oh, yeah. And on this DVD I've got, yeah. there's an episode of Cougar Town. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's Cougar Town. Desperate Housewives. Yeah, oh, sexy. Flash forward and plus, lost special episode, the final chapter. 
Oh, blimey. It's an American narrator, so I, I wondered, is it an American version of what you did? Uh, I, I don't think it is. I don't know what that is, actually, Philip. I have no idea, I, but um, it, it, I, I'd imagine it's probably deathly dull if I'm not in it. Philip, I've got to move on. Thank you for that. Always a pleasure to talk to you. Let's go to Ed in Camberley. Good evening, Ed. Hello, mate. How you doing? I'm very well, Ed. Thank you. Mate, I'm just ringing up about that bloke, Reese that was just on. Oh, yeah. Nothing normally winds me up so much to the point where I feel like I have to ring up the radio station and complain, but that bloke... I hope he's still listening, so I just want to tell him he's a tit. Okay, what now? Why now? Now, why you would, why would you call him a tit? Because he's an idiot. Okay, uh, he's just typical no. sad act. Knows nothing about nothing okay. or little about everything. Yeah. There's like in his divorce's opinion. Uh, okay, on the radio now. Tit is tit is quite an aggressive. It's a category D, so we can get away. It's quite an aggressive word to use. There. Can I ask what do you do for a living? I'm a police officer. Okay, now. You can see how uh, reacting as a police officer like that could give fuel to their fire, couldn't it? Agreed. However, 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 if you put some of these people in the situations that we have to deal with on a daily basis, yeah, then they might understand where it's coming from. It's people like that that make it just ten times harder to deal with anything. Okay. Now, listen. For I'm example, a... for example, yeah, the G20. Yeah, G20. Without without the woman got hit on the hand. I, d- I don't know the instant to which you refer. Okay. She got hit on the hand okay. by an officer. Yeah. Right. And basically, before this, right. she'd gone up and she'd gone to a lot of press and she said, Okay, follow me. And if you want to get something dirty on the police, you know, okay. we don't do this. Uh, well, again, that's your, that's your side of the story. Okay. Oh, yeah. Well, keep, you know where I'm coming from. That bloke's an idiot. Okay, Ed, Ed. But um, uh, there are so many things here. You, you would have to admit, wouldn't you? I hope that the police have done bad things in the, uh, uh, various places in the world, haven't they? Including absolutely. this country. Oh, absolutely. In that they have uh, hurt people, have injured people, yes. have um, arrested people that are innocent, have faked evidence... Now, 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 you see, now, you see, arresting people doesn't mean you've done it. No. Have faked evidence, have beaten, have beaten people up. Yes. Okay, and you would you would accept that the police have done all that? I would accept that. The minority, okay. Okay. minority that ruin it for the majority of us. Oh, no, no, fair play, fair play. And I listen. I, I, I all of my um, dealings with the police, and I have had few, have all been excellent. You know, have been excellent, which is why I'm, I'm, you know, I'm kind of generally come down on the side of the police. But fair play to you for accepting that they have done uh, things uh, wrong from time to time, and that does happen. Oh no, of course. It, 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 I've never seen it personally. And if I had, then obviously I'd have done something about it. Good I accept that it's gone on in the past and it probably will go on in the future. Yep. But like I said, it's the minority ruining it for the majority. And for that guy to come on the radio and just basically say, please do this, that and the other and have these blanket powers just to tell everybody it's utter nonsense. Ed, <laughs> it's lovely to talk to you, mate. Thank you for coming on, putting on your side. Cheers. Cheers, my dears. There we go. There we go. I've always had any dealings with the police, Robbie. Yes. Have you? Oh, you got mugged, didn't you? Yeah, that time. And I've been in a car accident as well. Oh, blimey. And the, the police... Yeah, they were really nice. The police, for me, uh, yeah. I have to say this, have always been wonderful for me when um, I had someone threatening to kill me. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shortly after Jill Dando died, I got some lunatic threatening to kill me. Boy, that was a, that was a fun couple of weeks. Uh, and the police were excellent uh, with that. I also had some guy um, was going to out me as a paedophile. Um, uh, and, yeah, this is true. He was going to... I was getting all these... His mistake was, he kept emailing me saying, I'm going to out you as a paedophile. So as soon as I got these emails, this is when I was at another radio station, I showed them to my boss and said, you should see this. Um, and I went to the police and said, I've been sent these. 
This guy has a plan. I'm not a paedophile, by the way, Rob, in case you're wondering. There was nothing okay. to out me for. Um, and uh, the police, the, the guy was in it. He just kept sending me these emails about what he was going to do. Uh, forgetting that his IP address could be traced. Yeah. So the police, like, a few weeks later, found out where he lived, went round and arrested him. And he said, oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> and basically, what it was, I, it was on LBC, and I'd cut him off, or I'd said something, I'd done something that he had not approved of, and was at home in his bedroom, as a lot of these people do with a computer going, whoa, whoa, God, I'm gonna make it look like he's a paedophile! And, um... He got none, so, um... And the police handled that brilliantly. And the, the, my mum got um, robbed uh, a, a couple of years ago now. And they were great dealing with that. So I only have good things about the police. But, um, you know, I'm aware that they have, you know, they have murdered people in the past. The, the, the bad things have it happened. It is the minority, though. It is the minority, of course it is. But bad things happen, and, and fair play to Ed for accepting that was the situation. You're listening to talks... No, hang on a minute. This is Absolute Radio. We'll, we'll, um, we are doing fun stuff as well. 033-123-1215. Uh, let me quickly speak to Anthony, because he's been waiting for ages. Then we'll play the other They Might Be Giant song. Anthony! Ah, hello. Hello, Anthony. In Slough, Berkshire. Uh, yeah, Sunny Slough. Sunny, um, Sunny Slough. Um, yeah, I, I feel I feel a bit uh, a bit odd talking to you now with, with such a trivial subject. So it's been been quite serious. Bring back the trivia, time. Anthony. Bring, bring, give us the trivia. We want the trivia. Well, you you were talking about celebrities being booed. <laughs> yes. Um, well, there's. Um, a friend of mine who goes to university, I never went to university, unfortunately, no. but um, um, he was talking about some celebrities they had down in the pubs, um, yeah. you know, like on, on guest nights or whatever. Yeah. And um, a lot of them were like Big Brother and, and reality shows. Well, and I, lo- I love the Big Brother show. I, I, a, few, uh, a few weeks ago, some guy came rushing up to me in the street and was going, Ian, Ian. I was, and I thought, hey, it's a fan. You know, it does still happen from time to time. And I was sort of going, oh, all right. And uh, then he, he said, you don't remember me, do you? I said, no. He said, I, I was on Big Brother last year. You interviewed me. And I was like, oh, yeah, nice to see you again, man. <laughs> I have no idea who that person was. Uh, not, not uncomfortable. No, no, not in the slightest. God, well, um, apparently the, all the Big Brother lot used to, get, used to get abuse hurled at them, glasses. And, oh, damn, and that's not nice. No, no, not nice at all. But I don't understand why, why, they, would, why they would go into a, a packed room full of drunk people to... I, I don't know, you're just leaving yourself a bit open now. I, don't uh, think... I, I tell you why they were doing it, Anthony. £750 is why they were doing yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, 750 good reasons, yeah, I suppose. Yeah. yeah. But apparently he, um, he said that the person who got the greatest reception was uh, Carl Kennedy from Neighbours. Oh, Carl Kennedy was on um, f- uh, live from Studio 5 this evening. <laughs> was he? We should try and get Carl Kennedy in, because I've interviewed him before. He's the most charming man in the world. Uh, and he plays in a band, and they do, like, Kaiser Chiefs covers and U2 yeah, covers and stuff like that. Should we call his agent for tomorrow? Can we call his agent? Because he's in town. Yeah. He's, uh, g- g- give him a call. He's the nicest man in the world. I can't remember what his real name is, so don't say Carl Kennedy. But, um, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's here doing the rounds, so if we can get him, um, that'd be lovely. He's, that'd he's, be awesome. He's a good laugh, that bloke. But um, they, they loved him, and he was treated like a god. Yeah, well, he, they, he uh, is a god. Him. But uh, just talking of uh, talking of celebrities again, I'll, I'll get off in a minute. But um, we, uh, me and my friends, used to do a uh, charity or like a, a hospital radio. I know um, I was on there, wasn't I, Anthony? You you were. I thought so. Yes, I thought uh, I recognised you. Were one of, yeah, the nicest guy. The not, one of the best interviews we did. We weren't we weren't very good, and we're st- we're still not. But I'll um, tell you what. I, 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 if I'm honest, I was I'd forgotten I was doing that interview. It was on a Sunday evening, if I remember correctly. That's right. And I'd forgotten I was doing it, and I was driving. I'd had my niece and nephew, five year old and a two year old, over for the weekend. 
and I was driving them back, and the phone went off just up past Euston Station, <laughs> and I was like, oh, nuts, I've got to do this bloody interview. Don't worry, I'll pull over. The kids are asleep. It'll only take five minutes. 40 minutes later, uh, you, you wrapped up. So I had these kids in the back of the car, which is why I may have seemed a little bit quiet and a little bit short with you, yeah. because cause I had two sleeping children in the back of the car and didn't want to wake them. But, was it 40 minutes? Yeah, it wasn't Blimey. quite that. It was, it was a slight exaggeration, but it was, it was okay. quite a while. But it was, it was a pleasure, and you were both very charming gentlemen, and it was an absolute pleasure to do well, it, Anthony. It was one of, the, one of the best interviews we did, and we, yeah, we really appreciated that. It was, it was really good. Anthony, any time you want me to do it again, give us a call. <laughs> we, we don't do that anymore, unfortunately. I'm, I'm, we've managed to step up onto another... Onto another uh, radio station in oh. South London. Well, I don't know if I'm allowed to name or not. No, you're not, Anthony. But okay. Thank you very much. Anthony, I've got to go. Okay, thank you. Cheers, mate. Much. Ta-ta. There we go. 033-0123-1215. As promised, here is your second They Might Be Giant song, one that I'd kind of forgotten about. And this, this if you don't think this is one of the greatest pop-stroke-rock songs of all time, then you, sir, are a fool. They Might Be Giants, New York City. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Yeah. Salute Radio. Absolute Radio. So it's the last hour of the show. <clears throat> what have we talked about so far? Well, we've been up and down all over the shop. We started off uh, asking celebrities that you'd seen opening fates and ways to keep cool. You can still call in about that, 0330-123-1215. Then we've kind of been talking about the... We, we, I joked on the Ben Jones show that we are going to talk about G20. Yes. We discussed G20 and the riots <laughs> that are going on and, and uh, cover-ups and conspiracy theories and... Uh, are the police uh, innocent? Are the police to be, you know, are the, are the protesters innocent? What's going on? We've discussed that. We can kind of talk about that as well if you want. We've got some more calls uh, about the uh, the police coming up, which is always uh, always good. 033-0123-1215 is the telephone number. Uh, uh, Reese just tweeted saying, uh, Ian, you're, you're very close-minded. Uh, and I don't think I am at all. I, I would suspect... That my mind is more open than his. I thought we were very balanced on that. Oh, I would say very, very balanced. But here, this is the thing about... This is the thing... And, Reese, you know literally nothing about me and my past. Literally nothing at all. But the people who think that, for example, America was behind the Twin Towers, and the people that think the police snatch squads in Canada are making people disappear, all this conspiracy stuff, their minds are really closed. More so... Because I'm prepared to consider any possibility and to look at any avenue and talk about any avenue until I get enough evidence to make me think, well, actually, do you know what? That feels right for me. But people like that, they have their one thing, that, that the police are bad, that the government is bad, that, that you know, that's their, their thing, and they're not prepared to accept that, hey, maybe some of the police are good, and maybe some of what the government do is good. But question know? what it would be like if we didn't have police. It'd be awful! Yeah. It would be what awful. There would be murders and robberies and rapes going on willy-nilly, and no one would stop it. And yes, the poli- you know the police have got. Uh, anyway, we'll we'll talk about it. If you want to talk about it, oh double three oh one two three twelve fifteen. I like to think that I give uh, a, a balanced, open-minded uh, opinion. You may disagree, and if you do disagree, then uh, give us a call. Angus is on the line from Bristol. Good evening, Angus. Oh, good evening, Ian. Hello, fellow. What can I do for you? Oh, I'm just a first-time caller. Well done, sir. Oh, well, yeah, G20. Who's that? Is it Tim you had on earlier? Um, no, it was Reese. Reese. Oh, well, Pitt might be a bit strong. I'd call him a boob. OK, yeah, OK. I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd agree with it. It's just those... It's all the sort of conspiracy theories. Just yeah. 
it's the guys that nine eleven. They believe it's inside job. It's the same people that are like they're all part of the flat Earth society. Yeah, the same people that believe you know Elvis shot JFK and stuff. It, 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 the the nine eleven conspiracies do um they they kind of they're kind of fascinating because people yeah. go yeah, ah yes but however many men it was fifty I don't even know how many men 15, 11, 11 men couldn't have hijacked those planes and um. Fl- y- yeah. yeah, they could have. They it did. Gets so much coverage they as did. well. Of you just turn on uh, just some random TV. Ch- well, there is there is a channel that's that it's, it's the conspiracy channel or something, and these people uh, they give like nine hour lectures. Yeah, on, and yeah. It's, hey, listen, I'm glad they do. It's it's you know by asking questions we get to the truth better. But the, to think that George Bush was behind um, you know the, those hijackings, I think is 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 pushing things maybe just a little bit too far, Angus. Well, there's even one where George Bush is actually a giant man-eating lizard inside a human shell. That's, uh, I believe that's David Icke is, is, is his theories. Thank you for that, Angus. David Icke's theories are that the, the royal family are shape-shifting lizards. That's, what? That's true. That's, David Icke believes that the, uh, the, the royal family consists of shape-shifting lizards. <laughs> now, you're, you're, laugh- you're laughing rather rudely there, Robbie. Barry, you wouldn't laugh at that, would you? I, I think you're very naive. <laughs> really? Why is that? You're very naive. Well, look. Yes. The police yes. fakes the moon landings for a kickoff. <laughs> 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 I did, of course. Brian Paddock yes. is personally yes. responsible for the pyramids uh, allegedly <laughs> being built by the pharaohs and not the UFO people. Yeah, yeah. Um, Shaw Taylor, off of Police 5, crashed into the first tower. I believe... <laughs> <laughs> this is all Barry, fact. You, it's all what? Uh, fact. He said I'm fact. Pulling... He said fact, don't worry. Uh, sorry, yes. I am pulling your leg, of course. Of course, Barry, yes. The police force yes. do a... a, a, a will, they, will they do a, 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 a wonderful they job? Do a wonderful job, don't A they? wonderful yeah. job, and uh, what I'm, I'm, I'm inclined, I would like to be a special constable. I think you're a little bit old for that, Barry. I went down to my local okay. police station, no. I said, I'd like to be a community support officer. The policeman yeah. said to me, look, you're 80, yeah. you're overweight, you can barely walk, let alone run. Yeah. When can you start? Oh! The- <laughs> hey! Are you, are, you, are you opening with that one on July the 15th at the Watford yes, Palace Theatre? at the Watford Palace yeah, Theatre. Yeah, well done. I went to my, lo- just to recap, I okay, went, to went to my local... local- Police, uh, police station, yes. Uh, community support office. And I do that little wanted... bit. That's yeah. the explanation. Okay, and you said you wanted to be yeah, uh, a, a community support, support officer. officer. And he Is said you're he... you're over eighty, overweight. You can't run. When can you start? And then you pause. Pause. When can you start? When can you start? And the joke being the joke, but pause. When can you start? And the joke being that you're saying that community police officers are old and fat and overweight and can't run. That's about the size of it, yeah. <laughs> but that's cruel. And it's just and it's not. Joke. It's not true either. It's not true either because no, they're normally it's a, quite young. It's a joke. Isn't quite, it? yeah, but it's not true. They're normally quite young women, sort of in their early twenties. I found. Margaret, scrub that out. And of scripts. We won't do work. that on July the fifteenth. It doesn't really work. No, it's no, not based on. No, not true. at all. Doesn't really. Mind you, could, you, you. Yeah, go on. 
We have sold over a hundred tickets. Oh, that's fantastic! So that's almost sold out now. Is oh, hang on, how, how many seats has he got? Six hundred and twenty-one. So it's less than a sixth <laughs> of the tickets. Okay. Yes, but it will because we've got. It. I'm trying to get a special support. Yes. Uh, guest. Okay. That's not a you know something to walk on no, with. Literally, no. a support. Oh. Yeah. Do you have Duncan Chase me Norvell's number? <laughs> I, I, I don't have his number. I'm a, you could get Lee Nelson from the Lee Nelson's Re- Well Good Show. Oh, no. Get him on. He's don't funny. He's funny. He had, a, no. he had a fat bloke being licked by a dog last night. Charming. Yeah, it was lovely. Oh, that's my second gag out the window then. I was going <laughs> to do a visual. Oh, oh no. dear, I'm sorry. No, Barry. I would like to you get community support officer. You get in there, go kick a door open, pull your pants up, your nicks, you know, like <laughs> that. What was that? Where did that come from? That's what they do, isn't it? You your nick, your nicks, son. Yes. Um, Stop taking drugs. They can't arrest people. What's the point of them then? <laughs> That's really ridiculous. Vigilantes, I say. What are they there to just make up conspiracy theories then? Yes, I think they the might be. Lot. Yes. Okay. Well, well, if anyone wants to come to the show. Jul- July the 15th. Yeah. Watford Box Palace. Theatre. 0123. 0-2-3. Thanks for calling. 7 1. Night night, everyone. Sweet dreams. Papa, papa. The cough is coming back, Robbie. I don't know how much longer I can um, be bothered. Uh, I can uh, go on with this. I was coughing a lot during Barry's phone call, though. So, um, yeah, well, what's going to happen? Well, we just have to play play more music, and or you can host the show. One of those two things will be. Uh, the, I think the kid. I think the kids want to hear more from Robbie. Do they? I think they want to. Yeah, because you talk funny. Say, <laughs> say Tom Bowler again. Tom Bowler. Say I no. Don't you try to do a proper voice now. Say I work on the Tom Bowler. I work on the Tom Bowler. Say it in your silly accent. I work on the Tom Bowler. There you go. You see, kids, that's exactly what you wanted. Oh, double three. Oh, one, two, three, twelve, fifteen. Let's go to Michael in Perthshire. Good evening, Michael. No, it's not Michael. It's Drew. Michael went to me at home. Oh, did he? Yeah. Because they've been on the phone for ages waiting. Well, he's been on the phone, well, only 18 minutes. I said, oh, I've been on the phone. Ian, I phoned you up before, remember me, I'm Drew, the Scottish guy you couldn't understand before. I don't remember, you know, turn your radio off. All right, okay, two seconds. Right, watch crack. So, hang on, are you Drew or are you Michael? No, Michael's way home, because Michael phoned and then he he got to go bored because he didn't answer for ages, so that's why I'm phoning you back. Well, I'm still on the phone. Right, what do you want? Er, right. The, the guy was talking about the police, right? Yeah. And I can totally agree with him. The police are quite uh, small mind. You know, not not mean nasty because I've seen a small town in Scotland, right? Right. Everybody knows each other. Some good. Hang on. Is this uh, is this what Michael wanted to say to us? What did Michael want to say to us? Uh, I can't remember. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm not sure I want to talk to you, Drew. I'm a nice, I'm a nice guy. Okay, but uh, you know, if Michael couldn't be bothered, then maybe I can't be bothered to talk to you. That's not very fair. Well, he sh- what, what, look, I've got Saman, who's been waiting 23 minutes on the line. I've got Shaggy. Shaggy's been waiting 74 minutes, haven't <laughs> you, Shaggy? Yeah. Oh, and Shaggy's, Shaggy's still there. He's been waiting 74 minutes, an hour and a quarter, and he's still there. Michael couldn't even wait 19 minutes. I feel like I'm getting a row now. But, but, but you know, listen, why, why should we take your call when Michael couldn't be bothered to hang around? 
Because I don't know. Because he's uh, he's uh, he's not answering. He's not gonna. I said, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna get through. You are gonna get through, Mike. He's like, no, no. And he ran away down the road. Okay, well, make it quick, Drew, because I'm I'm bored of you already. Yeah, okay, that's a good radio station. Excellent. There we go. That's that, that that'll do for me. <laughs> no, that's not right. Ian Lee. Ian Lee. Ah, salute. Radio. Let's go to uh, Saman in Milton Keynes. Good evening, Saman. Hello, Ian. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. How are you? Ah, I've just realised now I've said your name out loud and I'm not reading it on the screen. I've just realised who the hell you are. Who am I? It was very nice to meet you on Saturday night. Yes, likewise. You were very nice and warm and friendly. And Th- that's very kind of you to, you to say. Uh, did you enjoy the They Might Be Giants concert? I absolutely adored it. They were good, weren't they? They were really good. I love the bit when he, he got everyone down to the front of the stage. Yeah. It was wonderful. Uh, I met... Uh, Saman was one of the, uh, the nice people who came up to me and uh, said nice things about the radio show and was was very polite and um and then went about his merry way and he, uh, enjoyed a pop concert so it was uh yeah. kept it nice and short kept it nice and short there was no awkwardness there was no awkwardness was there Simon? No, no. it was it was all very nice you met my wife i did yeah and, uh, i'm batting above my uh, average there i think you would agree um but yes it was it was a very good night i like the royal festival hall because even though i was sat right at the back it's not that big so it's still really good seats. You've still yeah. got there's good seats everywhere. You feel like you're quite close, even though maybe you're not. Yeah, very much so. And it's it's, it's good sound, and um, it was a, a, a thoroughly enjoyable evening. And the set was so good. I can't believe they played Meet James Ensor. Yeah, no, they did. They did a nice. I, I liked as well the fact they got um, Birdhouse in Your Soul. It was like the third or fourth song. So yeah, they got it out of the way. Got it out of the way. Everyone got very happy, and then they went off and did some you know slightly obscure stuff. Yeah. You missed a few good things on the family show. Oh, really? What, what, what they happened? They electric car, which I know you love. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan of electric car. Yeah, and the drummer sang his high five song and high five the audience. Oh, man, alive. And the lights are on during the whole show, which is really strange. Yeah, they do, they do, they, this is the thing, they do a, a kids' show in the daytime where kids can go and it's a little bit quieter and less swearier and obviously the lights are on. Is that for people that watch Markham in the Middle? Uh, yeah, they didn't do the Malcolm in the Middle theme tune either. No, they didn't. I, that, that, that kind of dawned on me today as I was crossing the road. I went, ah, they didn't do that for some reason, the little... Are they, um, are they famous for that? Do people know it was them who did it, sort uh, Yeah, I think so. I remember I, I, the last time I interviewed them was eight or nine years ago when they were over-promoting that. They were on top of the pops playing that, weren't they? Uh, they may have been on top of the pops, yes. Uh, they may have been, but yes, I, I thought they would have dropped that in to the set somewhere, but it was it was a thoroughly enjoyable evening, all in all. It certainly was. So, and it was very nice to meet you. Yeah, very nice to see you too. And nice to talk to you. Take care, fella. Thanks, bye. ta there we go. And lots of nice people came and said hello and said nice things about the show, which is, is, is always good. Shaggy! Ah, what's up, Biddy Doom? Yes, Shaggy, what, what can I do for you? Yeah, I've got a topic, in it? OK, well, this is great. We've got 30 minutes left of the show. Always a good time, I think, to throw a topic into the mix. What topic have you got for us, Shaggy? Yeah, have you ever got pants? Have you ever got... Pantsed. Pantsed? What's pantsed? Shaggy, you're breaking up. I hate to do this after you've been on the phone for an hour and 25 minutes, but I can't hear what you're saying. Can you hear me now? Sort of. Yeah. You're breaking up, Shaggy. I'm not. No, you are. Don't lie. 
You, you're breaking up. I can't... Robbie, he's breaking yeah, up. Definitely, now. yeah. There we go. Okay, that's a, that's a shame. He's, he's been waiting literally <laughs> for an hour and 25 minutes, and by the time we got to him, his signal was so weak, it was useless. James, good evening, James. Good evening, how are you? I'm struggling with this cough, James. Oh, no. That's not good. It's not good at all. It's not good. But luckily, there's only um, 29 minutes uh, left to go before Mark Crosley comes in and hang in there. Hang, hang in, I'm hanging. I'm, I'm finding if I talk lower and softer, Ooh. then it, it makes it a little bit easier to not cough. So this will be my voice for the last uh, part of the show. It's like late night love. Really. Late night love. Uh, James, what can I do for you this evening? You were talking about when well, it started off with celebrities opening fates and mm. then to celebrities getting booed. Celebrities getting booed. My uh, my sister, when she was a student, went to um, some kind of. Uh, nightclub uh, special night where there was a celebrity guest and I've never seen one of these where they, you know, like a nightclub says that they've got like a special celebrity appearance. And why would you go to a nightclub to see someone who's been on TV? Surely you go to nightclubs to dance and drink and chat up members yeah, of the opposite sex. And, yeah, get rejected and that's like, no, I have no idea. It's the weirdest thing. I, I was curious as to yeah. you know, what happens on these things and yeah. she said that this was about, what, ten years ago. She said that, uh, this, uh, their regular nightclub just happened to have this celebrity appearance. Oh, by, yeah. um, do you remember Beppe from EastEnders? I do remember Beppe from EastEnders because I interviewed him once oh. and, um, I, I have suspicions. I have suspicions. <laughs> I, can't, I can't go into any more detail than that, but, but I, I, I have suspicions about that, that young man. But he was, yeah, I interviewed him. TV's Michael Greco. Michael Greco, that was his name, yes, 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 yes. He was the, uh, like, the, the celebrity turn of the evening. Yeah. Um, and what was his, what was his act? Well, this is it, you see. I had no idea what was going to happen. Because, you know, if it was like, I don't know, somebody good, like, uh, uh, bless it, Arrested Assault, uh, Frank Sidebottom, yeah, sing well, a song. Come sing a song, or you get Paul Daniels, do a map, pull a, 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 a rabbit out of a hat, or a hat out no. of a rabbit, that would be a trick. Even better. Wow. <laughs> oh. I'd pay to see that. Yeah, oh, yeah. Michael Greco, his act consisted of uh, walking on stage, he'd be, you know, introduced by the, the MC, whatever. Yeah. Uh, he'd, he'd walk on, he'd say, right, and the audience would kind of react yeah. somehow. And then his act consisted of him saying, who reckons Beppe could beat up Phil Mitchell? And then kind of like a what? bit mumbling from the crowd, you know, maybe yes, maybe no, I don't yeah. know. And then him saying, who reckons Beppe could beat up Grant Mitchell? <laughs> bit of rumbling from the crowd. And then for about five minutes, who reckons Beppe could beat up uh, TV's Todd Carthy or whoever? Well, I could beat up TV's Todd Carthy. Yeah. Anyone could. It went on like this. Who reckons Beppe could beat up at Wellard? So hang on, his act? Yes. Was him going on stage yes. and asking who, if people thought his character yes. could beat up other characters yeah. on the television? In a fictional TV show. Isn't that yeah. weird? <laughs> well out minutes. there. And then the booing started and then it all went a bit messy after that. Still £750 in his, in his pocket. Indeed. Cold, Indeed. hard cash in, in the Beppe's pocket. It's, it's, it, it, was, it was a night out for him. It's very, we'll, we'll, do, we'll do this tonight and we'll carry this on tomorrow. If you've ever been to a celebrity PA, they're called. Mm. Pu- pu- public, well, then what's it? Personal, personal appearance. Personal appearance uh, in a nightclub. But, but what celebrities, not celebrities you've seen dancing in nightclubs, because I'm sure lots of celebrities go to nightclubs, but if you've ever seen a celebrity uh, doing a PA uh, in a nightclub, what, I know that, like... Um, like sexy ladies do PAs, don't yeah. they? Because because you like people like to go and look at sexy ladies in short skirts and you know I don't know. But um, but Beppe was was Beppe considered sexy? Maybe he was, I suppose. Rugged, wasn't he? Rugged, that was it. It's swarthy. Oh, that's the word. I think swarthy. Um, okay. Well, thank you for that, James. Not a problem. Cheers, my dears. Oh, double three oh one two three twelve fifteen is the phone number. Speaking in this lower voice does kind of help, and maybe it helps just calm 
the show down. Nice and calm. Been a very, very excitable show this evening, and maybe this is just what we need, just to bring us all down a little bit. Ah, it's all about bringing us down. It's Habiba. Oh, that's not nice. No, I meant it in a good way, Habiba. Explain? I can't. I didn't mean it in a good way, actually. Are you on a hands-free or something? No. But how come I can't hear you? Is that better? Yeah, it's better. Yeah, I was being lazy. I was resting it on my shoulder. Oh, Sorry about that. Habiba. Right, a way to keep cool. Hey, Habiba, how's your hot sister? <laughs> I am the hot sister. Oh, are you the hot one? <laughs> yeah. Are you sure? Yes, it's, yeah. My sister is slightly plumper. Well, I like the plumper ladies. Okay, well, in that case, Habiba... Uh, but well, we're both fine. Okay, I, I, I do remember this, yes. You, no, you were very rude about your sister once, weren't you? Well, no, I wasn't. Yeah, you were very rude. No, I wasn't. You just, why are you trying to stir up stuff? I'm not stirring up anything at all. Okay. I just your mem- memory is no... You are just, known for having a really bad memory. I just remember you being very, very rude about your sister at one point. You're a liar. Okay. But anyway... Habiba. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's me now going into your phone. That's the introduction into oh, your phone. Okay, okay. Yes. Uh, a way to keep cool. Baby wipes. Oh yeah, I've, yeah. I've got a load of baby wipes at the moment. I tell you what, I carry them everywhere with you, and you just can wipe the back of your neck, yeah. your face, under your armpits, and yeah. anywhere else. And it just really. And if you put a fan lower on, then you just oh, it's amazing. I generally, pretty much, when I go out most of the time these days, I have uh, baby wipes in in the the, the baby bag, and uh, so I, I do. You know, they, they're good. To baby cool, bag. They're good to cool down. And a little wipe under the pits, little Definitely. wipe of the face. Definitely, back of the neck. Back neck. of the neck. I had my hair cut today, and that has cooled me down immensely. It was all a bit big and bushy. I could have done with it a little bit shorter, actually. I was, whenever I get out of the hairdressers, I always go, oh, wish he'd taken a bit more off. But he, it's, he's done an excellent job, Joe, as he always does. But, um, yeah, so that, that instantly makes you feel a bit cooler, doesn't it, having a haircut? It does indeed. I had all my hair chopped off. I got it done for £2 in Malaysia. Bargain. I got it done for 40 quid in Soho. Hang on a minute. You're, you're a mug. No, I'm not. He does a good haircut. He's a nice bloke. I like it. Flipping hell. Hair is hair. It grows back. Who gives a damn? I would never spend that on hair. Well, I know. I've seen the pictures. Oh, you cheeky sod. There we go. The other thing I want to check yes. is... Uh, I hope you said a sorry to Eloise about the torn retina, because what? she was right. You should not be rubbing your eyes. Um, uh, Dr. McMorefield told my mum that. Because what, what, what is this? I've no, Habiba, I have no idea what you're talking about. Oh, I'm here. talking about an old podcast because I'm not up to date. You should not be rubbing your eyes. Yeah, she said that if you rub your eyes. I'm doing it now. I'm doing it. I'm rubbing. You'll damage your eyes. I'm rubbing. She's talking rubbish. Listen, well, you sh- know listen. what? You're an idiot. Uh, and you're an idiot. Up yours. Up yours. Yeah, there we go. Oh, this is the best song in the world ever. It's the Monkeys. Daydream Believer. I love this. No, that's not right. Ian Lee. Salute. Radio. It's sometime after 20 to 1, or thereabouts. Which means it's time for the most dangerous part of the show. Triple M. Straight to air. I forgot I've got a drone. Listen, I've got a drone. Wow. Good, isn't it? We'll have that. Um, 0330. 123, 12, 15, last 15 minutes of the show before Mark Crosley comes in and does his ting. Uh, we'll take some calls straight to air. The hero of the rules. Don't swear. Don't be libelous. 
we have a seven second delay you will get cut off and you will be banned from calling the show forever but you can call in and talk about what you want you can talk about the stuff we've talked about the um conspiracy theories i've kind of part of me wants to do a conspiracy theory special and then part of me thinks no because that's what ian collins does every other week on talk sport and it's really lazy old-fashioned radio to do it so i probably won't but i do like arguing with those people because they talk nonsense that's a good nonsense. argument i do like a good argument I, I prefer a good argument when my voice is a bit better that will that will help um line one you're on the wireless Line one? Is that me? I don't know, is it? Oh, brilliant. Ian! Finally! Oh, my God! Finally! You have to stop calling in from a withheld number, otherwise you will never get on. Is it, is it, is it withheld? It's withheld. Oh, my God. And we so don't sorry. answer withheld numbers. I thought it wasn't withheld because it was... I called it myself and it wasn't withheld. Well, it is... What? That's so harsh. I hate this phone. Okay, well, what? you... I'm sorry. Who's the dog in the background? This song going. <laughs> what? That's my what? friend. <laughs> oh, okay, it's, it's not a friend. Dog. Okay, it's very rude of me to say that. Then I apologise. What have you got for us, Amelia? Because uh, I've been calling for so long. Um, Hours. Yeah, Emma, we get the point. Um, the um, you know the the celebrity at the fate thing. Yeah. Okay. When I, I was at school and we had a. It's going to be so pointless now. It's such a letdown. Um, the Edge from U2, his daughter used to go to my school and he was there. See, that's kind of cool. But did The Edge actually open the fate? Yeah. See, that's brilliant. That's yeah, better than he, Beppe or Barry <laughs> from EastEnders, isn't it? Can't be a well, bit of Beppe. He, he paid for like our science block at school and music wow. block. Wow. Yeah. I suppose he's got a few bobbies in. Yes. Well, that was worth three hours waiting, wasn't it? I think so. Yeah, Hopefully so... I didn't get charged, because I called on my mobile the other day and it cost me 15 euros. Yeah, you probably would have got charged. Oh. Yeah, yeah, when you, you know, if, if uh, you're ringing through to the studio, then you get charged. Yeah. If you press button one, once you've made that connection, you've, so, yeah. Don't call enough withheld. Yeah, Is that, don't call from withheld. We don't take withheld numbers because we have idiots out there. Line four, you're on the wireless. Hello, is that me? Uh, I, I don't know, is it? Is Reese here? Oh, know. it's it's Reese. It is indeed. Um, yeah, sorry, I didn't hear myself on the radio. I assumed that you weren't uh, actually showing me on. Uh, I, I think I sort of misrepresented myself a little bit earlier. Oh, you're the conspiracy the theory guy. In any way. Okay. So, Reese, uh, turn your radio off if that's what's on and is what is confusing you even more than life. Yeah, sorry about that. No, I'm not confused about life, my friend. Um, I know exactly what life is. Um, you, I hate no. it when people say my friend because it's just the most patronising. This is coming from a guy who's been b- b- bugging me on Twitter, saying that I'm I'm very closed-minded. You, you have no I, I idea. I apologise for that. Yeah, I probably made a bit of an assumption there. Yeah, you did, and this is this is what you are doing about everything, Reese. You are making assumptions, which is not fair. Uh, and it, it, it is blinkering you. Uh, my mind, my friend, is more... Can I finish a sentence? Can I finish a sentence? Of course you can. My mind, my friend, is far more open than yours is. OK. Um, can, I, can I say that it's probably fair to say that you made one or two assumptions about me? Um, you assumed that I thought that it was a conspiracy... Um, surrounding 9-11. And I was correct. No, I never said that there was a conspiracy. What I said was I would welcome an independent investigation. That's not what you said. That's not what you said. It is indeed. No, this I said that I think that the, 
you know, the fact that there wasn't an independent investigation shows that the administration at the time... Do you... Ah, that's it. This is what you do, is you answer questions with these vague, sweeping statements. So you think that the administration at the time has something to hide about 9-11? Yes. What do you think they have to hide? Um... I'm not entirely certain, but the... What the do you... Don't get... Ra- Reese. I haven't got much time. We've got five minutes left. Stop dicking me around. Don't give me... I'm not entirely certain. What do you think they have to hide? I think they have a number of pieces of evidence that they need to account for. For example? Like the fact that they found um, aluminium filings at the base of the Twin Towers. Um, combined with the fact that the... Right, um, Reese. Reese. I'm going to... Genuinely, I'm getting pissed off with you now. I'm going to ask you a question. I would like you to answer the question. Okay? Right. What do you think the administration at the time have to hide? I think that the administration have the fact that they... There are a number of... Um, don't give me there are... He's, he's doing it again, isn't he? Yeah. I'm genuinely getting angry. Reese. And conflicting evidence from Reese, you are not answering the question. I'm going to ask you this one more time, and then I'm going to cut you off if you do not answer the question. You're being very vague and very non-specific. Okay. Okay. What what specifics would you like me to go into? I just I don't know. I don't know what what mad ideas are floating around in your head. Give me one specific thing you think the administration at the time are hiding about nine eleven. The fact that. The administration removed from the United States all members of the Bin Laden family within 24 hours of it happening. But they're not hiding that. They're not hiding that. They're not hiding that. We know that. What what do you think they are trying to hide? But but they haven't given us reasons for why they did this. Okay, what do you think they are trying to hide? I think that they're trying to... I think that in particular instance, they were trying to prevent anybody speaking to the Bin Laden family to try and find out whether or not it was Bin Laden that did it. Because that would be the first part of call, wouldn't it? You would go to the person's family and you would ask them if they had any knowledge of, of anything that was going on. So you do think that America is behind 9-11? No, I think that there are a number of questions that need answering and that in failing to provide... Why can't you... Reese, Reese, Why can't you accept that maybe some blokes who hate America for good or bad reasons hijacked some planes and flew them into buildings. Why can't you accept that? Because of the convenience of it. The convenience of it. What, what yes. answer is that? That's not even an answer, Reese. That doesn't mean anything. Is. The convenience the of what? The 9-11 attacks were used as a mandate to go to, to illegal wars. Right, OK, I would grant you that the, the, the war in Iraq is, is illegal and is immoral, but d- d- couldn't that just be a, a wonderful coincidence for the American government that they're presented with this opportunity? I disagree. When you listen to the rhetoric before the 9-11 attacks um, against Saddam Hussein and the the injunctions, sorry, the sanctions that George Bush was trying to get passed through the UN before this happened, goes to show that he already had a bee in his Hello? body about Saddam Hussein and Hello? he wanted him out. Hello? Hello? Yeah, um, I want to bring up a conspiracy theory as well, yeah? If we really did go to the moon, how come we ain't done nothing since? How come what, sorry? If we done American nothing did, since? Because that single attack was so devastating, <laughs> it served to perpetuate the, the fear that 
the, the population needed in order to tell the government line. When people are scared, they look to their leaders for answers. And that's precisely what the 9-11 attacks did. We assumed that Tony Blair was infallible and, you know, we didn't question the fact that they'd taken us to war. Because yeah. Tony okay. Blair was supposedly defending this country because we were all scared. Reese, I'm going to step in. I'm going to step in, Reese, because what you're doing is you are speaking and you are not listening. You were not asked a question about 9-11 just then. You were asked a question about the moon. And I think this is the problem, Reese, and this is why you are wrong to accuse other people of being closed-minded, because you have displayed several times this evening your own closed-mindedness in that you have not... You have hardly responded or attempted to answer or even heard any of the questions that have been put your way. I'm afraid... I'm probably guilty of that. Yeah, I didn't. Fully well, that's then hear that's then that's. No, no, but Reese, you've been doing that. You're not. You're doing it now. You're doing it now. You're doing it now. Reese, we've got to go because the show's over. Okay, no worries, mate. No worries. Good night, uh, Vinny. Thank you for that. All right, bye-bye. Bye-bye, there we go. That's it. Everyone ended friends, and that's the thing. You can have these discussions and these arguments, and that's all wonderful, as long as everybody ends up friends uh, in the end. Robbie, it's boys' club tomorrow night. Yes. But only, sorry, only boys allowed. No, no ladies are allowed to call in or even listen. It's exactly. a boys' special. They can listen if they're in their pants. That's yeah. it. But otherwise, it's just boys. Uh, Mark Cross is up next. I'll be back tomorrow at 10, inshallah. Hope you have a good night. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. <laughs>